Hello there, everyone, and welcome to not only the final Supercast Brothers episode of the season, but the final Smasher Dash episode of the season. Ah, finally, it is here. Thank God, another year done. I'm Xantog, otherwise known as Lister. We have Blinket Man over here. Oh, it's not Blinkin' Man. It is I, and the time has come for the end. Also, like, Jono, Jonathan, as you know, um, and Richard Isaac of Devon was an antiquarian and lawyer. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know who that yeah. is. But you know who I do know who who is? That person. Who, who, moo? Right there, yes. Guest. Oh my god. We have me. one. Yeah, that's you. Who are you? How did you get here? Well, somebody left the door open. And I smelled some nerds. <sighs> yeah, sugary, sweet, Jono, great flavor. <laughs> what did I say about taking a shower every day? They came in through the bathroom window. That's true. No, I said take a shower every day. Oh, okay. Okay. Well. This I'll isn't say. even the first time it's happened. There's like no, six no, no, times no. somebody has come in because they smelled nerd. Stop it. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. The last person tried to convert us to their religion. And they succeeded. <laughs> For you, maybe. I don't want to worship yeah. bugs. I mean, He's just a who? rabbit. It's weird. Oh, I, 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 oh no, 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 no. It was it was the religion of Azurdan. Cool. Um, I thought that know, joke was dead, but apparently not. It, it's it's mutated since, and now it's Chuckian. Yay. Yay. But hey! And uh, Scarian, if you will. You're so weird, you know that. You want a Reptar bar? Maybe. Turns your tongue green. The no. That's a hard yeah. no. This is just like Reptar. Actually, Reptar has a purple tongue. I don't... Okay? What? Weird. No, shut hey. up. You're <laughs> it's such a, a show. You're it's such an onion. You're such an onion. Lordy. Anywho, onions, hey. Onions have layers. Sup. <laughs> Smasher Dash. The Tournament of Champions. Round two. So, we have a guest here this year. Uh, we got Moo here. You know, uh... Moo cow, moo. They're the they're they're the they're the mooiest. Um, we have them this year. Last year when we did this, we did not have a guest. And if you watched that episode, or I guess listened to it, because I really wasn't video then, so can you really call it watching it? But back then, um, we had a lot of dead dead blocked ties, and it caused some chaos where we were trying to frantically message people and be like, "Hey, this character or this character, please give us an answer." And sometimes we'd mm -hmm. wait a little bit, and it was nonsense. And we decided, you know what? That was a mistake. So we have a guest yep. now. A guest who will be here to, you know, like our normal Smashopia, or not Smashopia, but Smasher Desk guest. Moose here, you know, to uh, provide their own thoughts and commentary on each matchup, mm -hmm. talk about the characters, and then in the end, we'll all cast a vote, and whoever gets uh, the majority of votes will be the one that moves on. And this way, we will never have a deadlocked 1 1 tie again. In it a got of bad last episode. year when it we got did bad in the finale of that. It was yeah. a bit much. Every um, it's it was funny. 
It was but, like every matchup Midna was in was a deadlock tie. It's like, yeah. Jesus, we can't do this. <laughs> so we're not doing that um, anymore. And so long as we do Tournament of Champions, we will have a guest. Because, mm -hmm. good God. Yeah. Ag Jesus. Agreed. And we're so thankful Moo is here. Um, and, you know, speaking to the history of this year as well, um, this is going to be quite a quite a collection of characters this year. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. We got some oddballs. We got some yeah. oddballs. Yeah. Exactly. Coming up on very nearly a full year of the show. I think less by a day. We started the year at, on September 12, 2020 and are ending it on September 11, 2021. Um, oh, you mean this season? Are this season, correct. Oh, I, I'm more looking are, at um, episode one yeah. of first season is where I turn to look at things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's well, hard to it's hard to get things longer. to end on the perfect finale date for anniversary mm -hmm. because we do we do things in six weeks in cycles of six weeks, and that's never mm -hmm. going to match up to the exact day. It's right complicated. Right. Like we we All do we have eight cycles each season, but there's going to be a season coming up. I've already looked at the calendar for this. <laughs> we'll have one where there's only going to be seven cycles in order to get to like the right finale mm -hmm. date, and that's going to be weird. It it's going to feel like a short year, but it's also technically not a short year. <laughs> I don't know. It's odd. This this felt like a beefy year in hindsight. Lots of stuff happened. A lot of that's the because... In the mean, world. With the show, yeah. I mean, yeah, the world kind of went through its whole big thing. But also, we transitioned to doing video. We started adding some graphics partway through the season. I've already got ideas for next season. A jingle as well. Even better. We have yep. a jingle now. Um, mm-hmm. And also, you know, we just have continue to get more DLC from Smash Ultimate. We've only got one character mm -hmm. left, and after that, it's going to be interesting. Cause it's like, okay, what do we talk about where there's nothing official to talk about? Yeah. Don't know. We'll see how that It'll goes. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. We have ideas. We'll see what happens. So, Moo, well, why don't you tell us, uh, since you're new to the show here, a little bit yeah. about uh, your gaming history, your background, whether it relates to Smash or not, or just kind of where you are in the gaming world. Well, I'm Moo. Much like a certain joke, I never die. I. What does Moo may never die? Exactly, thank <laughs> you. And I'm here because this is the beefiest year yet. This is where you laugh at me. There is. God damn it. There we go. even talk. I mean, God there's even it. a burger mascot in this matchup. The, there, in this tournament. So. There is. The last Smash. The last Smash Dash had a. It's an interesting characters. Uh, like like last year, the bracket uh, contains all the winners of the Smash Dash from the past year, and they are randomized. So it won't be just like two characters that feat that one in one episode going up against each other. Now the whole bracket's randomized. But there is an extra 17th character in here. Uh, if you did not watch the episode, we did a League of Legends episode. We brought out a couple friends of mine to discuss like what kind of content League of Legends could have in Smash if it ever did get in Smash, like was rumored at one point during the Ultimate DLC cycle. And we kind of had a spur of the moment uh, League of Legends Smasher Dash in that episode. I don't remember who the losing character was. It was a spider person, so I promptly Elise. forgot everything about them. Who? Elise. Sure. Uh, Suji <laughs> had nominated a spider character, who I'm going to, again, forget everything about because spiders. 
and uh, Arun nominated Lissandra, who was an ice-based user. And we just had them debate the characters, and we all voted, and Lissandra won. So Lissandra's being thrown in here as an extra little special thing. So I thought it'd be mm -hmm. fun. Dark Elsa, speaking of Frozen. Well, I guess we spoke about Frozen off-camera. We did. Cool. Um, yeah, we started the year um, with Smasher Dash's last October with Great Tiger versus Bald Bull. Yep. Punch out. And we ended it with Ronald McDonald versus Burger King. Just to just to kind of give you a view of the oh. uh spectrum of what we're dealing with today. So um yeah. Looking forward to that with our thirteen winners going into the champions bout. This should be a lot more enjoyable than the last year. It was like pulling teeth last year. It it um, was to be honest with you. But I mean it's entertaining in its own right. But going through That's it. True. You were not happy. No, as a, I was a pissy little boy for full 24 hours. It was like when we ran the, uh, what character do you want to see in Smash Brothers poll in the Discord channel, and I was not happy with the way the results went with that one. I was like, are you guys kidding me? Seriously? I hate all of you. All it was you. the inverse, because I was quite happy. <laughs> yes, you were. You <laughs> jerk face. Uh, uh, I hate you so much. I really do. And I have a gift of love for you, which I have just need to fully disperse before I gift it. That's why I'm not ever giving you my address again. The first gift you sent was used popsicle sticks. Yeah. What the hell, man? Yeah, I think I sent glitter one year. <laughs> it wasn't just glitter. It was glitter in the shape of a troll doll. I well, it had to be custom made. You know, I cut that myself. I don't know if I believe you or not, but I also don't care. <laughs> it's the kind of thing you would do, is all I can really say mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. the trolls, because I can't, can't stop the feeling. Anyway, I wish I could stop you. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into it. We got a lot of matchups to discuss here tonight as we try to figure out who's going to be our uh, Smash Dash champion of season two. And uh, I mentioned how the bracket was randomized. It's kind of funny how some things ended up, though. So, oh boy. Starting us off, our first matchup, though, we have from F Zero Super Arrow. And from League of Legends, Lissandra. We have a would-be superhero race car driver versus evil Elsa. As has been so eloquently put. Well, <laughs> before we begin, you think this is a good look for me? I don't know, Moo, what do this, you think? Like a, well, like a blanket scarf? Personally, I, I liked it better when it was more of a shroud. Yeah, you know I, what, I was man? just thinking that there's, like, room in the community for someone who wears a scarf these days. But neither of these two characters wear scarves. Oh, I just meant Smash. Um, okay. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Isaac from Golden so, Sun? Um, what a guy, yeah. Um, great guy. Great guy, Isaac. 
Um, so Super Arrow, huh? Versus Lissandra. Yeah, su- yeah, Super Arrow versus Lissandra. Um, oh, yeah. oh boy, these two. Um, so from what I remember about their Smasher Dash episodes, I guess, well, Lissandra wasn't really Smasher Dash episode. Lissandra is all about ice. I think she also had some darker powers. I don't remember exactly what the deal was, to be honest with you. I'm guessing yeah. you're bringing up some information. Super Arrow, Super- though, I think he could... I think one of the ideas that we had discussed with him was like he's he's like a he's like a superhero, but in the anime he's a major fuck up. He's not good. He is a goofball character. They turned him into a joke, and I thought, oh, what if his powers like he literally can just fly in straight lines, kind of like you know Cannonball from X Men, but bad at his job. Like he's not. <laughs> it's like only straight lines, and he can't curve at all. That was just a yeah. thought I had with him. What his name is Super Arrow. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had that involved in some final smash where he's like th- through it. He was embarrassing his family somehow is what I vaguely remember. Yeah. I remember that as well. Um, because his wife was the very serious superhero. Yeah. Um, in the anime. So. Meanwhile, in the um, games, they're just which... like a superhero duo. But really, F-Zero is not about the backstory. It's just about, hey, here's some racing and we give these characters a backstory, but they honestly don't matter. Yeah, it's just here's some racing and here's some absolute fucking weirdos. So yeah. here you go. Uh, which is fun, which is fine, which is great. Um, they're like sci-fi He-Man characters. Um, beyond that, uh, Lissandra, I mean, looking it up, Lissandra basically has ice magic. Um She has like an AoE attack called Frozen Tomb where she's freezing opponents with AOE ice. Right. There's a... She she can send out icebergs in the shape of claws for some reason. Um, Daze opponents nearby with with frost. Shoot out ice shards. Um, And also... Oh, that's where the dark... That's where the necromancy comes in. Because when an enemy dies, um, she can use her uh, power... To turn them into a frozen thrall, which uh, I guess is like an ice zombie. So uh, I don't know how that would work in Smash. <laughs> I guess just just probably just create a generic frozen zombie, kind of kind of Game yeah. of Thrones style, I guess. Yeah, I like guess it wouldn't be based on an actual character it, in Smash because you know Nintendo would be like, no, no, no uh-huh, Mario uh-huh. zombie. <laughs> and can you Even can you see like, companies like Mario like can, can you times. see uh, Square Enix being like yeah sure we'll let you turn Cloud into a zombie? There's not a chance in hell. <laughs> no, no only only Marvel has been that open. Um, <laughs> beyond that, okay so 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 starting it out with two characters who honestly it's fairly rudimentary. You understand who they are from the forefront. You have a comedic brawler. And you have Evil Elsa. <laughs> and <laughs> to be clear, and, and I've got yeah. things pulled up here for them both as well now. And it's like, okay, yes, yeah, Super Arrow does have uh, super strength and flight confirmed, and he also has that little, uh, I think it's an owl that he can fight with, or as I'm assuming can fight because it's with him. Yeah, it's got its own the little owl, outfit. Yeah, yeah, it was a robot owl, I think, right? And it would, uh, in the anime, it would talk shit about him. I, I, yeah, I think in the anime it was a robot, but then like the games, it was like a real owl. 
Which weird. Weird. But okay. The, the, the fact multiverse. that there's an anime of F Zero is weird. Yeah, really would have made you think that it was going to be uh, I don't know an actual series of games. Um, beyond that, uh, you know, I ha I have some I have some thoughts. I have a lean, but uh, you know, I think we should go to our um, our friend here and see if Moo has anything to say about these characters. Well, that would be me. Yeah, it would. Which this will be great. I have the least involvement or familiarity with Smash and I definitely don't play League or F-Zero, so... Fair enough. I only played Welcome League just show. enough <laughs> to do research for that League episode, and then I have not touched it. I never played it. I also... Showed in the episode. Lissandra was also not a character that I got to experience when I was doing the research, so... Whoops. Well... I'll say that stylistically, I feel like there's a bit of a plus to Super Arrow, right? And that he has a very, aside from just being from a Nintendo game, he's got that goofy, boisterous style that I think fits with the general, let's say, aesthetic and feeling of Smash. So there's that going for him. But I think, again, if we're talking conceptually, the powers and abilities these characters have, there's not a lot going on with this guy. There's certainly not a lot going on with this guy when you compare it to Lissandra, who, aside from her moves, you also don't really have much ice going on in Smash, aside from, like, ice climbers. So I think there's definitely a nice variety that she would bring in terms of, if not directly combat style, at least presentation-wise, the moves. I agree with True. that. True. It's, it's something that... Like, if this was uh, early Smash, I would think Super has a good shot, because, like, 64 Melee and arguably Brawl, there was a lot of nonsense going on. Ganondorf, Samus, mm -hmm. uh, Sonic, another example of that. Mm -hmm. There's just new characters, they were just like, ah, they, they do this. Just make <laughs> shit up. Captain Falcon, great example as well. But nowadays with Smash, yeah. they actually try and pull from source material, source material in canon as much as possible, especially the third-party characters. Which also makes me wonder, like, how would you represent not just Lissandra, but League as a game in Smash? Because that's something Sakurai tried to do as well uh, with um, Kazuya. He was just like, okay, here's Kazuya, but I have to make him be Tekken in Smash. Here's Steve. Okay, but you have to make him Minecraft in Smash. Whereas uh, Super Arrow just like... You have to be as inventive as hell, which still happens with some characters. Uh, you could make the argument for a Wii Fit Trainer uh, and Piranha Plant. Good Lord, Piranha Plants. What? <laughs> what? But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The, the thing I most have trouble with with these two is, again, how do you put Lissandra in while also making her feel like League of Legends? But then Super Arrow, it's, okay, what do? Mm -hmm. Period, what do? Mm -hmm. Aesthetically, he definitely fits the Smash environment the best. Super but Lissandra yep. has more going for her, not only as a character, but in terms of what she can actually do. Sure. Well, it sounds like, if I'm reading the room, that we're probably advancing Lissandra. Well, I mean, we have to do our formal vote. Okay. Well, like, are, are, are we done discussing the two of them? Are we moving on to the vote? 
I don't know. I I mean, I personally feel like there's not much more to say. They're they're both again. They're both. It's it's pretty arbitrary with these two. Fair. Mm hmm. I mean, unless Moo has anything more to say on them, I guess. I think this is kind of a softball opener. I think we've done as much as we can with these two for now. Okay. In that case, let's vote. Jono, Superhero or Lissandra? Who do you put through? I vote for the funny guy to say Superhero. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I had a thing pop up. Superhero. Superhero. funny. Okay. Uh, I am going to put... he has an owl. Sure. And an arrow. Yes. He... And a family who hates him. Okay, you can shut up now. It's my vote now. Jesus. This is how the episodes get long, because you don't stop. Uh, between the two of these, Super and Lissandra, they're both characters that I would never, ever expect to see actually happen in Smash. Um, they won't be the only characters we talk about tonight that are like that. But I think between the two of them... I'm, I'm going to give it to Lissandra. Uh, based on, like, hey, Ice, we don't really have a lot of that in Smash. Uh, it'd be cool to see it get some more use. In Super Arrow, while he's, he could be an interesting goofball, he's also just he doesn't have enough to him for me. So, 1-1. One, one. Fair enough. Great way to start. If we didn't have a guess, yeah. this would be bad. So, no. <laughs> Yeah, Time for your yep, first this tiebreaker. This is what I'm here for. It is literally a big part of why you are here. <laughs> it's an honor, fellas. Oh, thank you. I'm warm in the heart to be working with you, but I'm sure it's time to pick a favorite between you guys. So I'm gonna have to say for a variety, for a somewhat sicker design, even if it's not relevant to Smash. I have to say Lissandra for our opener. All right. Okay. So for the first matchup of the episode of the Tournament of Champions, Lissandra has defeated Super Arrow. Now, normally in a bracket, if you have the correct number of participants, uh, we would just be moving on to a completely different set of two characters. But when you have a bracket of 17 characters... You have to have two of them in a preliminary match, and then the winner of that match goes goes into the first match of the real round of the bracket. So, Lissandra, we're going to be talking about her a little bit more before we can move <laughs> on. Uh, Lissandra's next opponent, though, Funky Kong from the oh, Donkey yeah. Kong Country games. Uh, this might be a bit more of an interesting matchup than uh, Super Hit Arrow, I think. Because, uh, right. hey, who doesn't love to get funky? So, um, when we approached Funky Kong in the, in the opening Smasher Dash of this season, yeah. uh, we were talking about potential Donkey Kong Echoes. And, of course, we Funky were. naturally kicked Chunky Kong's ass because who knows or cares about Chunky Kong in 2021? Um, all this, or 2020, rather. Um, Funky has pervaded Donkey Kong Country for a long time. He uh, he had popularity enough to randomly make it into Mario Kart Wii, so there, there's there's a bit of a there's a bit of a credibility there. Um, very offbeat, just in your face, what wacko character? Um, like he literally he starts funky. out as just this character who 
helps uh, yeah. warp you around the map. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you go from like World 1 to World 2 really easily without having to run around the entire map and be crazy dumb about mm-hmm. it. But as you mentioned, yeah. um, he his po- he caught popularity somehow. Not sure how, but <laughs> hey, I'm down for it. He became playable in Mario Kart Wii. He's in he's in quite a few of the other Donkey Kong spinoff games. He's in Barrel Blast. He is uh, in Jungle Climber. He has a small appearance in King of Swing. Uh, he's in Mario Super Sluggers. Yeah. And he's playable in fucking uh, Tropical Freeze. Introducing mm-hmm. Funky Mode, you know, also known as Easy <laughs> Mode, where Funky has his also surfboard as, and like, he can just be safe yeah. walking on spikes. It's like, that's awesome. I like that a lot. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Funky Mode, also known as uh, the new featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series <laughs> style meme. So yeah. now with Funky Mode. Um, so he became a meme in the last year, too. It's always helps, like, while Luigi's in Smash 2. Shemagami um, Tensei 3 Nocturne, yeah. featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. And Funky Mode. <laughs> I mean, they did add the Easy Mode to the remake. Yeah. Or remaster, yeah, that, rather. True. That, that way you could play it. Um, you know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Where's the lie? I'll say, that way I could play it. Shin Megami Tensei games are very difficult. Atlas games um, are difficult. True enough, yeah. Very true. Um... All the same, Funky Kong um, also has going for him. I, what I like about this character is it can be a Donkey Kong echo. He doesn't have to be. He has, I don't he think has he has to be. In fact, I don't think for this discussion, like I wasn't really keeping in mind him being an echo for this one. Because mm-hmm. that was just like a, that was kind of like for that episode. But for this, I mean, I figure we can talk about him as his own character. What he can yeah. do as his own character besides have an airplane and a surfboard, I don't know a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's also in DK64. He just has a very different design. And he has a weapon <laughs> store. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, so that's where we can kind of go with it, right? Yeah, he, he can be on his surfboard and um, whatever. You can. I, I would not advise that he moves around on it like in Tropical no. Freeze. Um, but, you know, you can, there's a way you can incorporate I it, mean, whatever. You can ride away. It can be a sense of attacks. Like, I think his down yeah. aerial, just having it be, like, spin under his feet would make a lot of sense. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Um, and then you can use his, uh, that airplane barrel thing for an up special, his entrance animation, whatever. Um, he does, again, he, he's he's a weapons master inexplicably in Donkey Kong 64. He can have the Donkey Kong 64 arsenal available to him. Like he could. He could use the coconut gun. Yeah. Precisely. It fires and spurs. It does. And if it shoots you, it's gonna hurt. Um, and he he can dance around in front of his uh, jukebox like he does in Donkey Kong Country. And he's like, yeah. Um, and his final smash can just be like Donkey Konga, but good <laughs> from Brawl. So because again, he, he's he's a music loving guy. He's funky uh, Kong, funky fresh Kong guy. Uh, and otherwise, I guess he's just statistically very similar to Donkey Kong, but he has all these uh, offbeat movements as opposed to just being kind of a brute. Yeah. Being a himbo, if you will. Although Funky is a himbo on his own. If that helps sway the argument either which way. All right. 
Uh, meanwhile, his opponent, I mean, we just talked to her about it. We have Lissandra from League of Legends. Uh, she's got various ice moves. She can throw out little shards for projectiles. Uh, she can create just like a ring of frost around her that hits somebody nearby. Create a claw of ice that just like pushes forward. Maybe she can alternate uh, what direction it's thrown in or maybe up in the air. Who knows? You could even just give her like an icy teleport because why the heck not, I guess? So sometimes with characters, yeah. especially with like Lee, like what would you do for recovery? I don't know. Teleport? She has magic, sure. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a plan, and if there's something else, they can they can tell us, Suji. So um <laughs> True. Okay. Well, again, um we know what Lissandra has. We we talked a fair bit about funky. I guess now we defer to our, our third arm here. Well, I think so I think the first point I would like to say is that Funky Kong is indeed funky. He's got a personality go. that I think is a lot more clear and maybe I would say almost beloved in comparison to Lissandra. I think League has a really large roster, right? And so Oh yeah, it's over hundred characters. There's definitely some like if you're trying to think, okay, who's a great fan favorite to pick, there would be room for argument. But I feel like Funky Kong is just one of those guys where he's just fun, you know? If you like Donkey Kong, if you have even a bit of familiarity with the characters I don't think anyone would really mind a guy like him in the game. And I think the surfboard is both interesting and it would be an endearing stylistic choice. I think there's a lot that could be done moveset-wise, movement-wise even. And I do love people with fun movement styles. Yeah. The only thing negative I think people might say if Monkey Kong did get into Smash Bros, it'll be like, really? Before Dixie? But as far as that argument is concerned, we don't care. On, on here on Super Cows Brothers. <laughs> we don't care about, like, who getting in before who. It's just, like, what if character got in? That's all we care about yeah. around here. Yeah. He's yeah. not on the bracket. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. Yeah. Now, although Funky is, and so is Lissandra, and we have to choose between them. So, we uh, do. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got, my, I got my pick on this one. So do I. All right, I'll 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 go ahead and do mine first this time around. Okay. So we got uh, potentially a Donkey Kong Echo slash Semi-Clone. He probably would end up in all reality being like a Semi-Clone type of thing. But he can have his own different specials mm-hmm. at the very least. Versus somebody that could easily be mistaken for a uh, demon in Shibigami Tensei, actually. If you're looking at Lissandra. You could be like, oh, wow, you True. fit into this setting real easily. Uh, between them, I kind of already talked about Lissandra a bit. It's like, how, how do you put in League and Smash? I honestly think it'd be a, a difficult thing to do, especially if you're trying to represent yeah. the entire game and not just the character. Funky, I mean, yeah, you, you really set it, move. Funky would just be fun. There, there's There's... I, I would be so down to have Monkey. Like, again, I do think, you know, get Dixie in first. But we don't really, but again, we don't care about that here. Uh, yeah, I, I want Funky. Put Funky in. Donkey Kong needs more, anyways. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. 
honestly, when it comes to Donkey Kong characters, the only three viable ones to me are Dixie, Cranky, and Funky. And I just think Funky would be great. Anybody All else passes, like, awesome. why? Yeah. Yeah. We get Rinkin' Kong in. I mean, if we had to get another one the after ghost. those three, I would say Tiny. But anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> Rinky, Stanley? Maybe? Oh, Stanley yeah. Bugman is actually not a bad choice. Or DK Jr., I guess. But as terms of like the modern Donkey Kong is concerned. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I agree. Bluster Kong, maybe. So, um who's next? Oh old, old game master. No. Well I think uh kinda made it pretty clear for my argument. I'm definitely voting for the fresh surfboarding guy. Alright. And so am I. So, there we Easy go. Easy enough, then. We got three votes for the Funkster. He's moving on with Sandra. You only barely made it yeah. in. Because you had a... you had We threw you into an episode randomly. And uh, you may have won your matchup there, but you are already out of the Tournament of Champions. So Left out in the cold. You know, we... Left out it's in the cold. She is Lagon. And Bucky Kong, we'll talk about you some more later. Yeah, it's just you were lucky to ever be here, Lissandra. So she good for you. Honestly, was um, I almost for I forgot about her at first when I was building this bracket and I was sitting in the random <laughs> to see what the matches. You know, it's like, oh shit, wait, Lissandra, we can add her in because sure, why not? And I was like, hey, right. why not? It beefs things up a little bit for the beefiest season ever of two seasons. Wow, of two seasons, yeah. Our and last funky season. moves like this. I mean, that's got to be either a taunt or a victory pose. Come on. It does. Okay. Also, when you're thinking about making a moveset of myself. I, I would not. That sounds like a terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, anyways, though, for our Maybe next matchup, we've got another Nintendo character and another third-party character. Uh, it's another, actually, a goofball for somebody who's a little bit more serious, kind of funny. Uh, first up, we have... Slippy Toe. Oh, that the picture for him got screwed up. Uh, give me a moment to fix that one. Ha ha ha. Sometimes things apparently I forgot to fix his picture. Or as Slippy Ooh. would say, Oops. Uh, so, some things got screwed up when I was trying to set this one up. There we go. That's better. There he's got his proper picture. Anywho's, uh, Slippy's opponents, you know, we've got our our uh, engineer frog. But against him, we've got Kazuma Kiryu from the Yakuza games. <laughs> what a matchup we have here, everyone. Uh, a frog and a Yakuza. <laughs> Jesus. Where to begin? Where to begin? <laughs> um, Where would you like to begin? <laughs> I mean, when we were discussing uh, Slippy before, we approached him from the mindset of like, okay... He'd probably be like Fox, Falco, Wolf, but as a complete and utter screw-up. Like, instead of doing, yeah. like, a Fox solution type thing, he, he tries, but he, he trips and he just slides forward on the platform. Or he tries to do, like, uh, Foxfire or whatever the other characters have for their names of them. But instead of having, like, this burst of flame that just kind of, like, propels him forward, it, like, backfires... And he just goes, like, flailing wildly through the air, because it was not supposed to work like that. 
and like his reflector ends up breaking or something. It was just like it's like Fox, but as a joke character version of him, essentially, is what how we were approaching that. And then there's Kazuma or Kiryu, who's just like, yeah, so I have like these different styles of martial arts, and one of them's called Dragon Form, and it kind of kicks everyone's ass. Mm-hmm. Also, I run an orphanage, which is still <laughs> wild to me. Yeah, and he can hit people with bikes and garbage cans and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like the idea of Kiryu. We, we were so uneducated on Yakuza when we yes, went we had to watch them. Still yeah, are. Yeah. Still are, but I watched some gameplay videos. And, and you know, it's his fighting style in game, um, you know, we, we, we have Kazuya now. And Kazuya has um, his own... A similar fighting style with the machine martial arts that he has. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kazuma. Ka- um, Kazuya, then... Kazuma. It's like, Lord. Yeah, that's why I'm going to be referring to Kazuma as Karyu because that's... that would be. I mean, most... I think that's what we and most call him more often too, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They do call him that more often. Um, you know, he's so they're they're so the dragon form style. It's 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 a meshing of various real martial arts. Um much like Mishima, and much like Mishima, it's, this form also is a uh, primarily grappling-based form, so their their primary fighting styles are kind of similar, from what I can gauge. Mm-hmm. So that might actually be a point against them. What you get more in Yakuza than Tekken, though, is that element of surprise. You have people bursting out of manholes to attack people. You have the bikes. You have the trash so cans. It's a you have classic arcade bat. side-scrolling beat 'em up. Yeah, it, it, yeah, three exactly. It's it's a lot like it's a lot like a, a Kunio Kun or, or whatever. So Teenage it comes from, from, from that aspect. Yeah, there you go. We were talking about Raphael earlier. We off, were off episode. <laughs> what a guy. So um. And so, and, and stylistically, you can you can bring in some of those zoom in close ups, kind of like Fazia does, but but more some more akin to Kiryu in his specific style. Um, so there would be a lot of flair to Kiryu. Oh yeah. Just do you have the primarily martial arts based move set, just with random crap tossed in. Um, and and the funny thing is, it's it's so facetious, right? Because they're playing it off like it's serious but also just totally deadpan at the same time yeah so it's entertaining it's entertaining um slippy yeah you can you can play him off as a fox falco wolf style thing where you're going into this uh humorously and and that worked for his matchup against uh who was it again it was versus silex and he won against silex in that matchup because we pretty much just don't know where Silex's character is going at this point, and Slippy yeah. has more of that heritage. So that was fair enough. Um, my my initial thought is kind of, he may have an uphill battle here. <laughs> or or in general. Um, if we're viewing him from that lineup. We can also just look at Star Fox Assault, though. Um, you know, where he's primarily... We got to see him zero. primarily as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we can see him primarily as a battle engineer. And, yeah. uh how he how he developed um yeah like you're right the 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 rob that you would pilot in Star Fox Zero or uh the various um turrets shields and whatever and guards and, and turrets and guard. Um 
and then the weapons he created in Assault, the grenade launcher, the the uh, miss the, the missile launcher rather, the grenades, um, jetpack, whatever. So he gets so he can just as surely be a, a more serious character. I think that you can involve some more of the slippery slope kind of kind of humor in it still. Yeah. With especially with standards, I think, and you can have things like have him throw a grenade. Oh, it blew up in his space. Ha 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 ha. You know. Uh, so I mean, his final smash can involve so a walker yeah. from uh, from zero. That would be fun. That would be, yeah. So there's ways to differentiate them too. You can, you can. So there's there's movement there. Um, okay, so I have a bit of a mental tussle, and maybe you two can help me out. <laughs> well, first I think we should hear from Moo. What do you think about these two? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I think Slippy is cute for sure. <laughs> he's a well, he's a frog, so he's got this natural cutesy animal charm to him, and he's got his sort of fumbling combatant vibe that we've given him. So I think he's definitely a decent pick, and he's from Star Fox, so he's not, you know, he's not some random character. He would definitely be loved, and his cuteness, I think, would definitely endear people that aren't familiar with him either. He's a decent pick, but I think Kiryu does have a lot of flair, like Jono was mentioning with like manholes, throwing vehicles at each other. There's even random video games in Yakuza that could somehow come in. Like, God, you could throw karaoke in there somehow. So I think oh, you it's a bit of a it's a bit of a battle. I think in this one between a very familiar, safe, comforting pick that would be very classic feeling, and then this very let's say distinct deadpan silly style. That could go in a lot of directions. I think Kiryu is really a guy that would depend a lot on the moveset that would be made for him. And it could either be very similar to other characters or it could go absolutely insane. So it's a bit of a risk, but I think it would be very interesting. Hey, fair enough. And what about you, old, old talk? Part of the thing with Slippy is. It'd be another spacey, another space animal. We got him in. Yeah. And so far, all the space animals they work the same. And part of our argument for this before was like, oh, he could be a joke version. He doesn't necessarily have to. Like you brought up, he has all the different things he can do: different guns, different the grenades, uh, the walker mech. Uh, he could even have like a miniature R wing or something. I don't know. Yeah. So like it's it's kind of torn up that because some you'll definitely look at some franchise and smash and be like oh hey, this these ones need more these ones don't. In Star Fox, I feel like we put Slippy in it'd be like wow four characters with the same moveset. Hmm. Wow, it's Smash like ever the... do this? Oh, boy, <laughs> Marth. Yeah. Lucina. Yeah, four variations Roy, on Marth. Crom. Yeah. So at the same time, it's kind of like well who cares? And also this is our Smash, so it's like. Yeah. We we can we can imagine that hey, uh every series has like twenty characters. Who cares? But like I yeah. feel like Slippy he, he's kind of an odd one because like it's almost like if you make him just be like a joke character of them, then it's like why? What's the point of that? Most of the time people don't like joke characters. Generally speaking. There are exceptions. Uh but like why intentionally create someone to be a joke? 
usually. Unless, like, they just look right. like a joke, but they're they're still competitively viable, or at least, like, fun viable, I guess I would say. Some characters right. are not. But uh, Yakuza, Kiryu, I really need to just, like, watch <laughs> some gameplay of that at some point. There's a lot of games out there I need to watch gameplay of. Right now, I'm, I'm finally starting to watch Okami. Everybody's always talking yeah. about it. Everybody's always loving it. It's like, all right. And I, I've always just put off. It's like, all right, I'm watching Okami now. So I can finally see what the experience for that is like. But I got to I gotta do something with Yakuza at some point, too. So yeah. I don't I don't know what to do with the whole out there. He's, he's kind of like just like, here's a guy that has a bunch of different, like, melee fighting styles. And the one level, you know, he's got different ones. So there's some interesting stuff there. He can do some wild, flashy shit. But at the same time, it's just like, guy punch and kick. I don't have I a whole lot with we're, that. We're at that part. We're, we're at that point where we have Ryu, Ken, Kazuya, and Terry. Yeah, but and me, but he's also <laughs> not a he's not a fighting game character. Yakuza is not a fighting. Yeah. It's it's a it's a beat em up. It's a three D action beat em up game. But it's mm -hmm. so that he he would be different in that respect. But right, he's he's harder right. for me to really judge and talk about too well. As we noticed when we did him in a previous episode. Mm hmm It's better than when I totally bossed a story at first, then we had to retroactively go through the Wikipedia. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing that occurred. And that, yeah. And Slippy does have more going for him than you would initially think. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's honestly, I wish Smash would differentiate the three Star Fox characters out. Because there is a lot that you can give each of them to make them be different. Uh, Assault has quite a few different weapons that you can pull from. We've got... They don't all need to have the same Final Smash Brothers Landmaster or R-Wing slash Wolf and Assault or whatever the heck. Like, they can have different stuff. And for some reason, yeah, Sakurai refuses. I don't know what the deal is. Just like Nintendo refuses to move on from the Lilat Wars, but that's a whole other topic. Mm, yes, it is. <laughs> Good God, the Lila so, um, Wars. I'm so sick of them. Mm-hmm. Good story. Doesn't need to be repeated ten times. Yeah, so, um, seriously. We're we're at that impasse, though. We're feeling like we can come to a vote. Um, we've kind of exhausted, I think, the discussion on these two characters. Sounds like it's a bit of a dead heat, so it'll be interesting to see where we all go. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, I talked first, Moo talked first um, in the second in the second matchup. So no, I guess now it's your turn on this one. I talked the first and second matchup, yes. Oh, holy cow. I, I guess Moo should go first. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going to go with things. So, Moo, what you think? <laughs> Slippy Toad or Kazuma Kiryu or Kaz Kazuma K Kiryu? Slippy or Kiryu? What's well, thanks for asking and remembering me, Lister. Who um, are you? Who are you? Ah, you see, I'm the guy that keeps this ship afloat. Ah, yes, of course. Love you. Thank you. To answer your question, I think Slippy Toad... Well, again, I think he's <laughs> got an appeal. But I do agree, we do kind of have a trend with the Star Fox characters and how they're presented. So I feel like there's, of course, a chance where if you were in the game, there's things you could do to keep him fresh. But it really does feel like there's a strong theme they're going for. And we might not necessarily 
diverged from that that much. Through you, I see a lot of potential, especially when we think about the way Smash brings in the game and not just the character. So we've got all of these random quirks in Yakuza, not just to the combat, but to the game that I think allow a lot of room for just whatever kind of Smash wackiness the gods want to throw at us. And I'm down for this mystery box that he represents. So I'll go for Kiryu in this round. All right. Jono, what you got? Yeah, I am in alignment with Moo on this one. I think that Kiryu at a base level has a lot of similar movements to what we have seen compared to it like a like a Kazuya. But um, it's the element of surprise that Yakuza brings that makes it more entertaining. So I'm thinking, what can the stage bring? What can uh, even his uh, taunts or whatever bring to bring to the action? You can you can make the the karaoke be his final smash for all I care. Um, it would be entertaining enough. Um, Slippy, I want him in. Like I, I think he would be fun. Um, it's just that he's he's just kind of a sub tier character. He's not towards the top, so it's easier for a third party idea to surmount him for me. Fair enough. All right, mm. with two votes, because Kiryu is moving on, but you know I still got. My opportunity to say something here. Uh, between the two of them, I'm actually going to uh, be the counterpoint and say Slippy over Kiryu. Mm -hmm. uh, largely, this reasoning is because of just lack of familiarity. I have not looked up any gameplay of Yakuza. I've seen a mutual friend, Adels, uh, stream it a little bit, but yeah. I didn't see a whole lot. Uh, so I have very, very passing and vague idea of what it looks like. Uh, and maybe if I had watched more of this before, it would be different. But I also just really like the idea of Slippy being part, like, an engineer-type character, but also part of just, like, this massive screw-up. Like, I just, I really love yeah. the idea of him trying to do a Fox Fire-based move, and it's just, like, it backfires. And instead, like, water streams or something, he just goes flailing through the air. Or he trips over his own feet and goes <laughs> sliding across the stage instead of doing a Fox Illusion move. I just I just like that idea of a whole lot, so I I, I had to throw him a, a nod for that because it's just amusing yeah. to uh, imagine. It is, it is. I'll definitely give you that. I would enjoy playing it. All <laughs> right, well, Slippy and have a very high jump. Oh, uh, what a guy. Yeah, pr honestly, yeah, he probably should have a high jump. Really, he's a frog mm -hmm. after all. So okay, mm -hmm. uh, but unfortunately for the well, actually he's a toad, not a frog. But still, anywho, uh, <laughs> Slippy has lost. He's gone. If we had a loser's bracket, maybe he could, you know, go on a better run. But uh, Kazuma, Kiryu, we'll see you later. Next matchup, though, <laughs> uh, it's going to get a little metal. With Eddie Riggs from Brutal Legend and Metal Slug from Metal Slug. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, when I say Metal Slug here, um, we're more referring to the moveset that uh, Kelly Jelly put up on the wiki a while back, which was really yeah. just uh, called Metal Slug, but it's really the four main characters, or four of the main characters from the Metal Slug games, uh, just being like in that slot, and you just change who they look like with the different uh, costumes, kind of like about the junior deal. But they're just collectively called Metal Slug, so really it's more of Metal Slug protagonists, and they're not in the tank except for like the final smash. 
So it's, right, it's really right. Marco Rossi and friends. Right. It goes Marco, uh, Tarma, Eri, and Fio from the various Metal Slug games. Um, and then the Metal Slug itself. Because um, I, I always get this mixed up because I myself have had thoughts of Metal Slug like, oh, what if you're just always in the Metal Slug because it's a bipedal tank like yeah. Sophia the Third from Blaster Master. But Kelly's is more um, like how Marco appears in. Yeah, like like a Capcom versus SNK scenario. Where it's I like if they call Bowser Jr. Koopa yeah. Clown Car. <laughs> it is. I will give Kelly the credit that his just feels thematically more apt than doing that, but at, yes, it's true. Um, and so, yeah, Metal Slug. I mean, it's it's a it's the run and gun. I think to to end the run and gun. So you have your Gunstar Heroes. Your your Contra could be argued, but. Um, I mean, like, slug, Contra think, is uh, the original. Yeah. Just because something is the first doesn't mean it's the thing. Dragon right. Quest is it, before it, Final Fantasy, but more people associate, but more people think Final Fantasy when they talk about JRPGs. Very true. Very true. And I think that's the case here. Metal Slug innovated the genre. It modernized it. You can go back and play the original Metal Slug. Well, the the gameplay is very slick. It's it's nothing that all feel old by most measures other than it being a coin op um so running around with the various guns like his machine gun or whatever will be fine um kelly has it so that way you can bring in the uh legendary um Kyakuto, uh the prisoner of war disguised as a, a who's actually a living legend of war and he can do a hadouken <laughs> that's so um a lot of this is very similar to Snake's moveset in hindsight, and just the slightest touch of Ryu, which is funny, um, with mobile satellites being grappled, up, grappled onto for an up special, um, a pineapple grenade being tossed for the down. So it's honestly quite similar um, to Solid Snake. Yeah. But you do have you do have the Metal Slug appear um, as a homing kind of final smash, and that's cool. Um, and you can also, um, what is this? Oh, you get to upgrade your gun, which is kind of cool on the extra skill. Yeah. So that's, that's neat. Um, all said, he is going up against Eddie Riggs. And, uh, Arguably I think that's a character. Kind of character. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. God, Eddie Riggs, brutal legend. This guy's the roadie for the worst band in the world, but it's his favorite. And then he dies in the opening cutscenes and gets revived by the God of Rock, essentially, and gets sent back in time to the Age of Rock, I guess, where everything is music. The 80s. And, well, yes and no. <laughs> and so he's got a guitar that he can fight with. He's got a whole, like, axe axe. So he's got an axe and an axe guitar. Controls, he can use spew out fire electricity he can create earthquakes it's kind of wild what this is it's just like hey what if we just like put jack black in a game and it's it's mm -hmm. a thing uh and it's a microsoft <laughs> property is it <laughs> yeah and microsoft oh, and nintendo have been pretty buddy buddy lately so I mean, there you go maybe it'll he's... maybe it'll happen he, he's he's interesting because like he's literally just like Jack Black as a character is like literally what he is, mm -hmm. 
but he he's trying to save the rock world or whatever. I, I forget the details because it's been a while since that episode. And since I've watched actual gameplay of it, uh, but it's nuts. It's like I don't know. I don't know who was doing what to come up with this game, but good lord. I don't know why it exists, but I'm so glad that it does, because it's just a trip. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Black just smoked a massive blunt and then was like, I'm going to pay somebody to reconceptualize a video game about myself. That's and certainly is. possible. Yeah. Or someone's just a major fanboy of Jack Black. I mean, there, there's certainly <laughs> some games out there where you have to wonder, like, where did the idea for this come from? Where did Pikmin come from? Where did Mario mm -hmm. touching a mushroom and increasing in size come from? I don't <laughs> understand. And I think this game is another really great example of that. Um, he's got mm -hmm. all kinds of like weird elemental powers that he can do. Again, you know, he has the whole fire and lightning thing. Which <clears> is <throat> like he just plays his guitar and it's like lightning! It's like, mm. what? Alright. Sure. Uh, and then up against him, as you mentioned, you know, we had the whole Metal Slug crew. Uh, in, in Kelly's version of them, the four of them all kind of share movesets. They're, they are the Metal Slug together as a team. Uh, if, if you take it further than just that and don't just, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You, you have things where you can swap the various guns with him if you went with other abilities. The tank still makes the most sense for uh for Final Smash, unless you make the tank be the playable thing, which I think is still a possibility. But I'd have mm -hmm. to, like, see actual gameplay of, like, what the tank itself can do, and if there's enough stuff. Like, what do you? what is your recovery as a tank? I don't know. Uh, there... I think that's kind of hard. There's a grappling hook, I think, and there's, and there's a helicopter wing as well. The... Hold up. Blade, rather. Hold up. The tank has a helicopter blade. Yeah. In some iteration. Like three, I think. Okay, okay, sure, sure. A tank that can fly like a helicopter. Oh my god, video games! Why are you <laughs> like this? Why are you like this? Video games. There's some wild stuff out there. Waluigi's seen some shit. Okay. I don't know. I yeah, don't know, he's, he's kind of just chilling out with his head in the in the pipe. Yeah. Cool. It's been a wild finale for him. Oh, it has. it has. He's been asleep ever since that on topic. <laughs> Man, I wish I could have been. That was a thing. So, yeah, I mean, between two of these guys, like, they're both metal in very different ways, which I find very amusing that they ended up being each other's first matchup. Like, that's fairly cool. Uh, but in the end, it kind of comes down to a running gun character who can shoot things. He's got, like, a satellite uh, and a tank. And then you have... Jack Black with a guitar. And an axe. An axe and an axe guitar. Because why the heck not? And, and he firebends through it. So. Me. Not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. I, I don't know where they came up with the stuff for him. It's, it's wild. Yeah. He can melt people's think, faces off. He has an ability called Face Melter. And he literally melts their face. It's yes. Excellent. Face Melter sends out a powerful shockwave that melts the faces of weaker infantry, killing them instantly. 
It's a guitar solo what that he can play. Game? That is this game. I don't know. And the funny thing is, the character he was up against was from arguably a Stranger game. So... That's even wilder to me. Moo, what do you think? So I definitely agree that Metal Slug is up there and being an iconic game series. So it's definitely got mm -hmm. that going for it. But he melts people's faces off with his guitar and he's Jack Black and there's all this other random magical stuff he does with his guitar, his axe. But he's got a lot of flavor here. I think Yeah. I think if this was maybe we were discussing like 100% real life who gets in Smash, I feel like I would consider the kind of the status of Metal Slug more here. Fair. But if we're breaking down what these characters can actually do. Yeah, we don't care about reality here. Yeah. We, we literally, like, like the last Smash Dash literally talked about Ronald McDonald versus the Burger King. We don't care about reality. That's why we love this show. So, Brutal Legend, even though I think maybe not as iconic, I think if we put this guy in, the character that he would become in Smash would definitely definitely bring something iconic to the table, no matter what direction they go in. Also, you're yeah. getting metal music in Smash. From Jack Black, no less. From Jack Black. J um... um. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his name for a second there. Uh, Eddie Reyes would be the memeiest meme character in Smash. Like, oh, you people thought it was Captain yeah. Falcon. You thought it was Pichu. Nah, it's just Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, th I, think we're, I think we're ready for a vote. Um, I am, too. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's pretty clear in this round, I think. Yeah. Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Bathtub Mario. Cart Mario. Mario specifically from Super Mario Bros. 3, the cartoon show. Galaxy Fire Mario. It's Fire Mario was specifically the Mario Galaxy version. That works. <laughs> that was on Mercurios back in the day. God. Who? Who made that? I... Hang on, I can look this up because I actually have those notes now. Uh, oh god. Galaxy Fire Mario was created by Flame Zone! <laughs> of course! Of course he did! That's coming up the next time he's on the show. That's coming up. Oh my god. Let's be real. Back in the Mercurial days, we all made some weird characters. We all did it. Yeah. Like 37 Fire Emblem characters in seven days or whatever. Yeah, you were kind of a monster. I was. I, I also made Zunari from Wind Waker for no reason. Um, so I, mean, I made Cutlin, so. That's when you were on that shit where you said that he's going to be the new Young Link. Um, I did. It was, it was did. a good time. <laughs> Welcome to high school. <laughs> but anyway, Never again. it's funny. Never again. But that was funny. Um, yeah, who's who's going? Who's voting? You first? are. You're, I, I you're going first again. Oh. Okay. Um, you know, it's funny. I think 
I would really like Metal Slug and Smash. Um, I again, it's kind of a Ryu Hayabusa situation for me, where I want Ryu Hayabusa in not only because I played his games and I've enjoyed them, but looking to the legacy of the character, um, and in Smash proper valuing legacy. Um, you know, like a character like Bayonetta comes in over a character like I don't know Terry, Terry Banjo Kazooie. It's like, eh, you know, for me. Um, so it's like the precedent we we're talking about earlier. Oh, it's so weird that Funky got in over Dixie or whatever. But um, again, as you say, we're not playing this game for those reasons. Yeah, like we're we're, um, we're looking at things in a vacuum. Like maybe in this hypothetical scenario where it's Funky Kong versus Lissandra, Dixie is already in. Maybe. Mm -hmm. It's more about like, okay, Precisely. these two characters and just these two characters, who do we put in? Precisely. Precisely. So while, while I like the idea of Metal Slug and while I like Metal Slug itself, and while I especially like the idea of Metal Slug the tank being the primary weapon entertaining you know i like that oddball crap you do um i think it's going to be hard to beat eddie in this tournament because you have a character who brings the entertainment factor while also having a legitimate moveset to pull from he has a lot of stuff available to him yeah it's it's like dante if he were jack black Fair so enough. um fair enough i i i vote for eddie at this point it would be a shame i think to see him go so early all right as for me um this is a very open and shut case for me it's very it's it's almost of an instant vote uh similarly like does eddie have a shot in reality being a smash no there is not a chance in hell uh Wait until you the get trapper that the Trapper from Dead by Daylight has a higher chance of being in Smash than Eddie Riggs. It's just not ever happening. Oh, buddy. That yeah. said, the licensing, yeah. reality doesn't matter here. What matters is who do we want? If we had the almighty power to add one over the other, and I gotta go with Eddie, he's going to be a hilarious character. He's going, like, just the way he uh, interacts with things, the way he's going to talk, his, an his animation, it's going to be great. And then his attacks, just like, all right, hearing Jack Black taunt at Mario. <laughs> I mean, how can you not love that? How can you not love that? It's it's Eddie Riggs for me. Moo, how about you? Well, to add yet another repeat sentence, it's Jack Black. He's goofy, and there's nothing else like him in Was Smash. So I think a resounding oh. round of Eddie Riggs. Fair enough. Fair enough. With that, Metal Slug slash Marco Rossi, not today. Eddie! <laughs> you got slugged. <laughs> Wham! By Eddie Riggs' big old, big old meaty arms, because he's a muscly boy. The meaty man. Yes. Okay. Big so, meaty claws. Next matchup. We're still in. Technically, would, would be round one here, but also technically round two, because, you know, we had the whole preliminary thing with Sandra and Super Arrow. Anyways, it's really round one, effectively. Next, this could be interesting. We're starting yeah. off with Zale from the last story against Phoenix Wright from Ace Attorney. 
Yeah, I had a feeling you have a look like that on your face, Jono. Yeah. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about Zale? So, this is a totally randomized game, and every so often, um, something like this happens. And you're not happy about I, it? And just like, so let's see, why, why, why couldn't he just be, like, you know, against... Uh, Funky Kong? Slippy? Super Arrow? Metal Slug Super Arrow, Lissandra. You know, that would have been... Put him up against Ronald McDonald, maybe. You know? <laughs> because this, you want to talk about open shut. <laughs> Come on. I don't even... All the, all the same, right? It's all season one all over again. There was a... Uh... Not quite at that level just yet. Thank God, right? But... Um, this is going to be something. Anyway, um, the last story at the time was a uh, RPG. It's the Wii era, right? No RPGs were really coming out for the system. Nintendo was billing this as the waggle-friendly, casual-friendly crowd system. Sometimes that pays off. Uh, most of the time you have five thousand shovelware titles from third parties that have no clue what they're doing Coldstone creamery scoop it up that's a game that exists that, that was a game that existed wasn't it not a good game um, i have seen gameplay no. <laughs> but um so this was part of operation rainfall so towards the twilight years of the wii's life there were Four RPGs that came out around uh, 2011, 2012 that were notable for coming out during the Wii's final years as, as its swan song. Um, one of them at the time was confirmed for America, um, and it was the most controversial one, <laughs> being The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. <laughs> Oof. Um, Operation Rainfall was the campaign to get the uh, more original titles Xenoblade Chronicles The Last Star in Pandora's Tower released in the US. One of the most interesting eras of Nintendo's history for me being that a fan operation to bring obscure RPGs into the West worked. Yeah. Albeit All three with titles limited release. Limited but release. Finding a copy of Xenoblade on Wii is rough. It is. It is. And at the same time, Without Rainfall, who knows if Xenoblade would have picked up like it did. Um, Probably and not. And so Xenoblade, yeah, it was, it was an interesting title. And thematically, it was the most interesting sci-fi elements. Um, spiritual successor to Xenogears, um, Xenosaga. So it got the right billing, and, it, and it's deservedly evolved. Um, Pandora's Tower, we talked about it a little bit, too, on the show. But um, The Last Story, um, my personal favorite game of the three. It was the swan song, at least of the time. I, I'm not sure if you made anything else of uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, who uh, is also known as the father of Final Fantasy. So uh, he fathered Final Fantasy, and then it's like, hey, <laughs> if I made the Final Fantasy back in the day, I guess we're going to cap things off with the last story. <laughs> so, um, and it, it's it's a game where. You play the the primary character Zale. Um, battles are carried out in, in an action RPG setting, kind of like a Final Fantasy, what like twelve ish, maybe. 
Uh, Trolls um, still had an Trolls still had an ATV gauge. Okay. Probably okay. more like more like fifteen. Okay. Or, or Crisis yeah, Core like, or, or Seven Remake. Crisis Core is a good example. Right. It's, it it plays very similar with Crisis Core. Um, and Zale is a leader of a uh, team of mercenaries fighting under the uh, guard of Lady Callista, the Stargazer's Tower, blah, 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 blah. Um, so his primary bag, um, besides having a crossbow available to him, various magic, uh, you know, like anima magic, fairly, fairly uh, standard, um, was his gathering technique, which I think was, I think... If I recall, it was, was what up. set him over the edge in um yeah, in the, in the Smasher Dash. So that's kind of what we're dealing with here. His gathering is uh I'm trying to bring I'm gonna bring up my notes from the old The old discussion yeah. that we had long ago. Yeah, because that's exactly what it did in the Smasher Dash that we that we did. Um Zale, 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 Zale. I mean he he's got more than just gravity. He's also got like uh like a couple other like special techniques like Power Strike and his Gale uh, accelerate, whereas like yeah, you yeah, kind of yeah. going over like what he had over Aaron from Pandora's Star, we just like had different kinds of weapons and no real techniques with them. Right, Aaron was a was a weapons master. He's, he's like a Kratos without a, without the flare. Um, Zale, yeah, Zale had more of a, more of a personality in his game, more of a backstory, and he had um, and as you said, the Gale, which uh, he accelerates forward and unleashes sword attack with wind magic um the gathering technique which in the game just draws enemy attention towards him it's um, aggro He's right it's, it's aggro um and if you can find a way to translate that into smash because i know um if he if you can activate gathering and take a bunch of hits you can turn that into gathering burst um where it's like a bunch of ele blue elemental swords burst outwards in kind of an AoE attack. Um, so it's interesting in, that, in those regards. Uh, so I, I guess it, it represents an offhand part of Nintendo history. It would be interesting to see. I think he would be more interesting than a lot of different just standard swordsmen. Again, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for for the pedigree of his game and the background of Operation Rainfall alone, but also uh, he's he's got a few interesting things up his sleeve. Um, so yeah, fun enough. Although his opponent is uh, of the highest pedigree, and this is an uphill battle. This uh, this isn't an uphill battle. This is this is like the Alamo. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah. up, up against Zale, as has been mentioned, we have Phoenix Wright, main character of the Ace Attorney series for Capcom, and uh, in the, the five-hour episode, was the character who I picked for who I would most want to see from Capcom uh, being added to this match. And I also said another reason up that I think he has a very strong chance of being the last DLC slot uh, for Smash Ultimate. Don't know if that'll happen or not, but I think he has good odds for that. But uh, as for what he can do, I mean, he's not a fighter. He is not, and that's part of his thing. And people make the arguments like, well, how would he fight? Okay, but how does Villager from Mana Crossing fight? Your argument means nothing. Plus, he's in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Ultimate. Or Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, actually. 
whatever. Yeah. Uh, he was made to fight in that game, and he's not a traditional fighter. One of his attacks is him sneezing. Uh, he does have what his super move where he can like create these giant spectral pointing fingers that he just gestures at people, and the finger appears and it hits them. He, he shouts objection. He could involve uh, different uh, pieces of evidence from across the games. There's the Thinker statue from the very first case in the franchise. There's the Shichishito sword from the third game, uh, which is a really odd sword. I don't know why it exists. Uh, he can involve Missile, the little police dog. I like Missile. He's fun. Uh, you could do something with the Magatama or Cyclops. There's a lot that you can actually do with Phoenix Wright. Um... While still having to be like not a traditional fighter, because Smash isn't just like, oh, these are fighting characters. If it was just like characters that were actually fit for fighting, the roster would be vastly different than how it is now. So oh, the sp mm -hmm. inkling might not even be in. I mean, sure, they shoot, but they're not like going up and punching things. But if we restricted ourselves to just punching things, it would be a very boring game. It would. It would. It would. He can. Yeah. You know, maybe if we had Phoenix in the game, we'd finally find out where Gumshoe. Yeah, he kind of disappeared. Yeah. Capcom, uh, give us another Ace Attorney game with Phoenix and bring Gumshoe back. You brought Maya back in the last game. Bring back Gumshoe. Where is he? He's still missing. Yeah. The last yeah. time we saw yeah. Gumshoe would have been the second uh, Ace Attorney Investigations game, which, granted, you know, came out. I think before Dual Destinies, probably, but timeline wise, it was it's a time timeline wise, it's yeah. immediately after the first game and before Apollo Justice. We have not oh, seen wow. Gumshoe in the timeline since before Apollo Justice. It's nuts. Maybe he's dead. I'm a distinct possibility. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Well. Let's continue Mu. prolonging the inevitable. You know, just <laughs> well, hang on, we gotta hear from Moo here. What, what do you think about these two? First and foremost, while we're doing our open letter to Capcom, can they bring back my beloved Francisca along with Gumshoe? I mean, again, Francisca is also. I mean, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for bringing back a lot of characters. Francisca was also in a starting investigations too. Like that's the last time we saw either of those characters. Actually, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Is Franziska in Spirit of Justice? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she has not appeared. I, I know I know. this is a whole section with Edgeworth, but I don't remember if Franziska appeared. I'm going to have to look. No, nah, it doesn't look like it. it. Looks like again the last thing we saw her was investigations too. Damn, good game though, real good game. Like it's another another point for them adding in Phoenix. Is like, hey, you have a lot of options for an Echo Kick fighter. There's Apollo. There's Athena. There's Mia. There's Edgeworth. There's uh, uh, Phoenix's ancestor Naruhodo. I just started playing that game. You have so many Echo Fighter possibilities with Phoenix, right? Please. It could be all of them. <laughs> Theoretically, yes! <laughs> I would probably pick Edgeworth of them all, just because, you know, he's the biggest mm -hmm. character of them. But 
Also, Francisca could be a great uh, assist trophy. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Anyways, Mir, right. you were saying. Oh, yes, you're still talking. <laughs> so, from the last story, we've certainly got a pretty fun sword fighter. I do agree he has stuff that puts him apart from certain other prominent sword users we currently have in Smash who may or may not fight very, very similarly to each other. So I think that's great. I think he would definitely be a really neat addition. But we do already have a lot of sword fighters that he would be competing against. And there is an adorable appeal to this non-fighter fighter who has both a beloved series behind him beautiful options for music and stages and a general wackiness that definitely vibes with the overall style of Smash. So, yeah, let's not prolong this further. Alright. My vote. Not even a... Not not even a... Uh, sorry, John. Uh, Phoenix Wright. Moo. Well, I love Jono. So Phoenix Wright. Sean? Phoenix Wright. <laughs> I thought you were to give your I thought you were to give it to Zale, honestly. No, I, I can't. I can't. there's there's not enough there to make it happen. Alright. Well such, uh, such a such a sad early end. Could have been easy. Could have been easy. But no. I mean, it was easy for me. Yeah. Although you probably foresaw my reaction. I did. When I saw the bad touch me, it was like, oh, shit. That's not going to go well. Okay. I think well. the, 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 the overarching theme of Tournament of Champions has been to make me mad. <laughs> but we haven't reached the level that it was last year yet. Whew, we'll get year. there. Well, we, we may. I mean, maybe we won't now, because he's gone. We'll see. All right, so we've made it through half of the characters. Let's go ahead and get to the next matchup. Next up, we have another one that came to us through the Kelly Jelly special. Oh, not them. I clicked the wrong thing. A Chell from <laughs> Portal. And Ew. Chell's opponent is going to be uh, Great Tiger from Punch Out. Oh. oh. <laughs> you are not happy right now. You're just like, motherfucker, he could have been against Sam. No, I'm fine. No. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. So, with these two, I mean, pretty simple match between the two of them, I feel. Uh, with Chell, you've got uh, primarily the portal gun, which she can only be in Smash if they figure out how to make the portal gun work. That's just fact. You cannot have her without it. You shoot one portal, you shoot another, what goes through one comes out the other. Simple enough stuff. It can be items, it can be characters, it can be most anything. I don't feel like you could do it with bosses, because that'd be weird. And I don't know about assist trophies yeah. either. Probably, maybe, I don't know. The portal gun brings up commodities. But you also have things like the companion cube. You could have a stage featuring GLaDOS. Uh, there's the gels in um, Portal. One that makes you bounce off of it. The other one that just like has you go zooming by. She's got a few different tools with that. Great Tiger, meanwhile, is a boxer. 
Uh, when we did research for him, we found that, hey, he also has like this kind of like an after image type thing that he can do, which is really cool. Uh, and I think there was also, I actually forgot to bring this up. I think he had something to do with fire, but that might be just me thinking about Dalsim and, you know, not actually Great Tiger. But he, he's mainly just, right. you know, like another boxer because Punch Out, they're all boxers, <laughs> obviously. And they all have like some different unique things about them, but it's generally not a whole lot. But I do recall Great Tiger, he was able to do like this kind of like an after image type of thing. He can, apparently he can teleport to dodge punches. He has his rushing magic attack. He has his tiger punch. Uh, I'm not seeing fire be anywhere in here, unfortunately. But he, he's got those basic things for him. Right, right. Um, so it's interesting, right? Uh, Shell um, immediately comes out of the gate as um, a character with a lot of unique factors going for her. Um, as you said, you'd have to make the portal gun work. Um, the way Kelly made the portal gun work is exactly as I said. You, uh, It's a standard special. You shoot once, open one portal, you shoot the other time, open another, and you move between them. They yep. are up for a limited period of time, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's the... It's fairly basic in, in the rudimentary function. Yeah. But when you get into gameplay possibility... Um, it's wild. It can be... It's sheer chaos. Just the amount of stuff you can do with that. Um, and then there's the various cores um, that Kelly actually put a staff nerf, um, stat nerfs um, in the game, like a morality core lowers opponent's walking speed, curiosity core lowers the jump height, whatever, which is interesting. Um, so, so a very technical character. Um, and coming in from a third-party standpoint where um, you're wanting to invoke the essence of the game even more than first and second card characters often um she can easily represent portal as a whole um and I, and I think it would only it would be hell to code but we're not coding it so we're not coding it we didn't uh, do minecraft steve um, thank god but I, I i think if you can do minecraft steve i think you can do chuck i agree um yeah yeah, and I think it might be easier. Same thing with some of the complications <laughs> yeah. they had with uh, Kazoo, Kazuya. Because they had mm -hmm. a lot they had to do with mm -hmm. him as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great Tiger um, would be interesting to me from a couple of standpoints. The first being a punch-out character who is not affected by verticality. Yeah. Because he does have um, certain, certain abilities. Um <laughs> What I can't evade is being partially embarrassed talking about punch-out characters. How do you mean? Coming from the standpoint of Great Tiger is... Now, given these are perhaps portrayed positively, but he's still they're a all stereotype. stereotype. You mean. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, Street Fighter character, except for maybe like King Hippo, is a stereotype. Even Little Mech himself is a stereotype. Yeah. yeah. Precisely, precisely. So, um, I, I mean, and you know, it, he, he uses magic, he meditates, he has a flying carpet, he wears a turban. No, he, he, he can create Indian. a transparent clone of himself. Yeah, like just what? So, um, how they can subvert that in modernizing the character, because they'd kind of have to, kind of like the Mr. Game Watch situation that they had with Smash. Oh, right, Both. yeah. Yeah. 
would uh, would be interesting. And then and then when you when you subvert that, then you're just left with a character that has magic and they and they punch. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's in, it's still interesting. It's more interesting than Little Mac. I mean, I feel like all they'd really need to do with Great Tire to make him not be as much of a stereotype. It's just like his uh, his victory animations, his taunts. Just don't go stereotypical with those. Yeah, just that's just, really all they got to do. It down. Same, same with any punch. Yeah, like yeah. as far as his fighting style, I don't think there's anything that you need to do about that. Because again, he's no, a boxer. No. He's got right. some added stuff to him, but he's again, he's a boxer. Yeah. It's it's a boxer. It's more traditional than a min min. It, it's not like you know, uh, soda Popinski or uh, <laughs> vodka. What, yeah. Whatever his name was in the, in the Japanese version, where it was like instead of soap, it's vodka. It's like yeah, oh, he's the Russian. He punches with vodka in his garb. Like yeah. that's a yeah. little vodka, bit more okay. Drunkinski. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is why I said at least they're portraying. Or attempting to portray Great Tiger positively. Because yeah. there's, there's some characters. It's like, oh yeah, that's a game from the 80s. Yeah. Like, if Soda Pop can see was, like, yeah. just not Russian, I was like, okay, there mm -hmm. wouldn't be anything problem. Like, he just he just loves soda. But the fact that he was Russian, uh -huh. his name was Vodka Drunkinsky, and he's fighting with his vodka bottles, like, okay. That's a little... That's a lot. <laughs> Where was he like, in Black Widow? Probably in prison, along with <laughs> Ursa. Hi, Moo. Hi, Moo. What do you got with these people? We got Chell and Great Hello. Tiger here. Great Tiger, definitely. You have each a good variety with his magic. I have to give him that. There's something we can do with him, make him a little bit more of a tricksy brawler compared to like just straightforward little Mac, but I mean tell portal gun. It would be absolutely just a singular entity in the game. And you have a lot you can do in terms of stages even. Right. Having portals that maybe appear in expositions, just going in and out of the map. There's so much you can do with the gel, the cubes. There's just a lot more to Portal as a game, I think. And it's definitely, I think, more modern and beloved. So, yeah, maybe this guy should have gone against Sale. <laughs> ah, but, but Lister is a man of analytics, so I know that I can't be pissed off at him personally because it really is the system. <laughs> So I, uh, listen, what I do is I put the characters, I type them up, I put them in the bracket, I hit randomize seeds <laughs> five times, mm -hmm. and then the bracket's like, all right, these are the seeds, I know what to do, and it pits them according to seeding. And, uh, yeah. yep. Zale wasn't going to win, but he would have won against Great Tiger. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't vote yet. Let's. We haven't voted. Hey, Moo, who do you vote for? Um. Well, I guess Chell. Jono, who do you vote for? I vote for Great Tiger because fuck it. Wow. Not, not really. I vote okay. for Chell. 
All right, well, last time I went last, I broke the mold and I voted for the loser. This time around, I'm not. It's Shell. You're moving forward. Great, Tiger. Honestly, I think you'd be a fun, weird character to put in, but not better than Shell. Not. No. At all. No. no not a chance no. in hell. Uh, <laughs> this one is going to piss you off the most. This next one is going to infuriate you. I'm just going to warn you right now. Break out Which the one? knives. Is, it gonna, is this going to hurt me or Moo? You. Because oh, it's Master great. Chief versus Ronald McDonald. <laughs> oh boy. Two fan favorites. <laughs> I laughed when I saw this one came and was like, well, shit. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, what did we learn about Ronald McDonald during this episode? We learned, we learned that, there that were the more... company has a lot of controversy. Yeah, with that's the what we and... learned. Yeah, yeah. We learned that they have Mayor Ronald... McCheese. That that Grimace was originally a villain who with who had four arms and would steal milkshakes. It's wild. McDonald's is weird. In the, uh... Maybe Ronald can throw scalding hot coffee for one of his smashes or something. Oh, wait, no. He has a... to have a taunt where he just drinks from the cup and he just, like, th he just has, like, ah, refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he and again, he, his, his, like, down smash or something can be dropping an ice cream machine that doesn't work and just <laughs> falls apart. Or a down special. Who knows? I think that when we're approaching this character, it needs to be from the aspect of seriously fourth party, looking at the restaurants, observing the menu, observing how the restaurant works. Because the games, there's a lot of games starring Ronald McDonald. For there's also cartoons. Uh, scarily enough, there's also Ron Ron Drew, um, which could be a final smash. Um, but in the games, he's just like riding on balloons throwing sparkles it's like no this character is demonic <laughs> we just... so so again like um like zach was kind of saying in, in, in our episode curve um he could fight with giant french fries he can stack people inside of a big mac and then eat them alive in a final smash um you can have a very high jump with his springy clown shoes uh sit down on a bench with his uh with his opponents and put his arm around them in a in a warm embrace The ice cream machine somewhere. Got to be a little facetious with it. Um, yeah, there, there's there's a workaround. There's workarounds with this character that make it just just the thought of it is absolutely absurd. And of course, the key has all of his friends. You have the Fry Guys, Grimace, uh, Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese, the the one with the bill. I don't know. You know uh, just Birdie characters. What 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 a great oh yeah birdie the early bird says there's right also there the frylings and the the yep. nugget people yep. so birdie does she like birth the McNuggets that's not something I want to think about or or is it just like Ronald has figured out a way to just like incise meat from no nope. chicken without let's it. not talk about that. <laughs> 
we have so, a line, and that's past the line. You think you would have learned where the line is by this point? But clearly not. Yeah, just back to Chucky for me. Um, he's on the Smashtopia for the week. It's on the wiki. Um, so. And then, oh yeah, and then, who the hell is Master? Like, who plays those games? What is Halo? A lot of people play those games, actually. Uh, enough <laughs> for there to be uh, seven main games. I guess nine if you count the two Halo Wars games. And there's going to be another one here very soon. Infinite, you know, it's uh, kind of kind of heavily yeah. talked about. Mm-hmm. But uh, Master Chief, you know, he is the super soldier, essentially, uh, for the Halo games. Like, there's other people who have, like, the same covenant uh, training and um, experimentation that I've done with them to bring them up to the level that Chief is. But Chief is the guy. It's like if you made a whole mm-hmm. bunch of Captain Americas, but there's one who is... Yeah. Captain America. That's kind of who Master Chief mm-hmm. is. He is when you when you need a job done, you call for the chief. Uh, he has a variety of weapon types that he can use. Both human. Uh, he's got the Covenant weapons. There's the weird fiery laser weapons from Halo Five. Yeah, Halo Five is weird. I don't care for it too much. Uh, you've got the energy sword. You've got the gravity hammer. He's got, he's, you've got uh, regular grenades, fr- or, uh, positive grenades. You've got these weird sticks that you throw them and they stick to a wall. I don't know why they exist when you can just have plasma grenades, but whatever. I think they shoot spikes off yeah. an area. I don't Yeah. I don't yeah. know them. Yeah. But he... It's, it's honestly interesting because we have two characters that are from Microsoft to own companies now. Uh, granted, they weren't originally Microsoft. with Banjo Kazooie from Rare and Steve from uh, Mojang, but uh, Chief is the mas- the Microsoft character. If Microsoft right. ever made their own crossover fighting game, he would be the first character that they reveal. He would be their Mario. Yeah. Um, and two other two points I'd like to bring up for Chief. Number one is he would be the perfect end to a. Fight, fighter pass for ultimate finishing the fight um, as you always say yeah yeah chief finishes the fight um, it's, it's gotta be his tagline it legacy, has yeah. to be precisely like if he's not the final I mean, character they can pick something else but he's the final if he is it has to be finishes the fight yeah absolutely and, and you know speaking to again to legacy which doesn't really hold much bearing in smasher dashes i feel like it does here given that the character's mascot from microsoft given that the character has uh, didn't found, didn't create the foundation for first-person shooters, but modernized them. Yeah. He, he brought them into the current space. And his name is Doom, just like me, so there's also that going for me. I mean, if, um, if Doom Guy and Doom are the grandfathers of shooting games, FPS mm-hmm. especially, then Master Chief is the father. He's yeah. like Doom Guy's kid. Precisely. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we chose him over Doom Guy and the Smash Jesse's in, but <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, and so yeah, yeah, and and that was like more of a more of a tactical character versus more of a raucous character. Um, so we just chose a more tactical one, and again, it, it came down to the legacy of the character in that matchup. I mean, they um, they are both very legacy. They are, they are. Respect both of them. Um, and, tra- and speaking of legacy, though, I mean, who 
who who modernized fast food industry? <laughs> who who revolutionized fast food? Who created fast food? It was Ronald McDonald. You mean it wasn't Five Guys? No, I mean, there's Five Guys. Like five I yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I I we had one here. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just like the one here. But I tried it. And I was like, I ain't impressed. Five Guys or Fuzzies? <laughs> I haven't tried, but listen, you call yourself Fuzzy's Tacos. I don't want to eat your tacos. Apparently, that's a chain. I was it is. To see that. Um, God. Not a, no. Um, and Moose just in the corner mm. eating Fuzzy Taco right now. That's gross. Well, that's mold. My besties. All right, um, Moose. So, what do you think about these two, Ronald McDonald and the Master Chief? Thoughts. So, in his own, in his own sick and twisted way, Ronald McDonald is such a fascinating well of obscene and nonsensical, just whatever you want to throw into Smash. So, in a way, he's he could be very fun. But he's still Ronald McDonald. So I think in a game like Smash, which I think there is a really strong element of, I mean, it's a crossover game, so it's a very strong element of like loving the character. I don't, I can't say that anyone really loved Ronald McDonald like that. Master Chief, meanwhile, I agree. Father of shooters. It's, I have played Halo. I'm not even a shooting person. I have played Same. Halo, and it's, it was, it's yeah. had ups and downs, but definitely when it started, it was a very big moment in gaming. And I think that there's a lot you can do, not just with the various weapons, but I think even if we take just random things from the game, you could have even the flood themselves somehow thrown into the stage as an obstacle or in some way added to Master Chief's moveset in some weird, wacky, zany way that they could think of. And it's Master Chief, so you, enough You said. have a Flood as an assist trophy, but it's one of the ones where when you kill them, a whole burst of the little Flood baby yes, things come exactly. out, and they just rush whoever's in your body and explode on contact and damage you. He seems deceptively simplistic, but there's actually a lot that you can do with Halo and its lore. I also have to correct something, because I mentioned the laser weapons, and I said they were from Halo 5. No, I mean the ones from Halo 4. That's what I meant. Halo 4 is weird. I haven't finished it, but from what I've played, not a fan. Right. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, let's get to the vote for these two. Uh, Moo, it's up to you again. Chief and Donald, what is it? Well, Father of Burgers is definitely a title, but Father of Shooter... Other shooter games have this for me. Jono? Yeah, you're over Ronald McDonald. Are you? Because it's... No. I'm okay. not. I want to, but how can I? How, how can, I? can you... You, 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 you Listen, we didn't, we didn't even let Spider-Man make it past one round last year, I think. Or did he? No. I don't remember, but I don't. I don't I think feel he like did. he did. He did one round. One round. Who, okay, I'm gonna have to look now. See, so like, all right, who did? 
Who did you beat, Spider-Man? Who did you beat last year? Uh, guys the shield, Uncle Ben. <laughs> I mean, that is certainly a possibility. Saying, uh, can you please? Stupid challenge. It's not letting me bring up last year's tournament. Can't well, even find it. But yeah, I, I I do vote for Master Chief. The idea of Ronald is funny, but I mean you can't. Maybe if he were ah, up against Superhero, you know. I mean. Or Lissandra, or Great Tiger. <laughs> oh, Spider Man beat the Octoling last year. That that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it does. I'll believe yeah. that. <laughs> okay, well, Ronald is gone now. Goodbye, you goofy clown. Never going to see you again. Maybe Burger King would have had more of a chance. Just nah. Kidding. He would have had <laughs> less of a chance. I would not vote for that creepy king. Huh. Next matchup. Interesting one. We have the crewmate slash imposter from Among Us <laughs> up against the Lich King from uh, World of Warcraft, whose picture is also screwed up, so give me a moment to fix that. I had some issues with OBS, one of the deal with pictures, so, you know, it's a bit of it a happens. thing. Yeah. But, uh, let's see here, I should have another picture. There it is. There we go. Now he's fixed. Alright. Among Us and World of Warcraft. Two very popular games. Uh, one is currently dealing with some stuff. Uh, that's a bit of a thing. Uh, but word of word of word of word of word of word King. He's more or less like I think the primary antagonist for the original base game, and I think also the first expansion from what I've been told. But don't quote me on that because again I haven't experienced it. In uh, World of Warcraft is the grandfather of MMOs. It is what started everything. It got people brought into the craze, and most, if not all, MMOs have uh, kind of looked up to it. I, maybe looked up to it is the wrong thing to say, but like there would not be any other MMOs really, or at least they wouldn't be as they are now without World of Warcraft and what it created. Yes, it's had its ups yeah. and downs. Right now, it's in a real big down. But we would not have uh, Final Fantasy XIV. We would not have uh, Wizard 101. We would not have Pirates of the Caribbean. We would not have EverQuest. We would not have Seven Swords without World of Warcraft. It just wouldn't be a thing. It wouldn't. And the Lich King, you know, he yeah. is... Honestly, has some similar abilities to Lissandra. He is very ice-focused. He has uh, ice-based mm -hmm. elemental moves. And he also is a Lich King. So, necromancy, zombies, skeleton, you know, the whole, whole loving thing. Mm -hmm. He's got all that available to him. And then you have Among Us, which started out as a nothing game. And it just exploded randomly during the craziness that was 2020. And it has yeah. become a big old, big old meme. Uh, there are Among Us costumes in Fall Guys. There is Among Us references that has been found recently in code for uh, Fortnite, which has been going, what? <laughs> How? Oh, boy. What is this? How's Kyle going to fit into this? I don't understand. It's weird. But um, the way we kind of talk about Among Us in 
you know, their previous episode was one of the cool things you would be able to do is like you obviously, you know, you change your color, your color with two different things, but also it's a unique thing for the character. It's a thing of like, okay, who's the crewmate and who's the imposter? Well, what if you can just like tap on your character's name and it just switches between crewmate and imposter? So you can be either or and whatever color you want. Being a unique thing that smashes them yeah. for any other character. Because we have had ones where, like, been able to change based on your costume. Like, again, the Koopalings. Or, um, Minecraft Steve. It'll change between, like, Alex, Enderman, Zombie. But we don't have a character where you can purposely change the name, but keep your same costume. And I feel like the crewmate slash imposter is the perfect choice for that idea. Attacks-wise, again, mm-hmm. you know, like Phoenix Wright, they're not, uh, they're not a regular fighter. They, they run around, they do tasks, whether that's fixing wiring, shooting comets, dumping the trash, vacuuming up police, filling up gas cans, uh, realigning the engines or whatever have you. But then there's the imposter who does kill with knives, guns, neck snapping, a giant needle tongue that just like pierces through something's head and kills them. It's weird. Uh, and the only other thing that really came to mind for things that they can do strictly is Vince. They gotta have the Vince in there. It'd, it'd be like a... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'd be an up or a down but it'd definitely be like a teleport of some sort. Like, come on. You gotta. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, very offbeat character. Um, again, pervasive. Um, there, I don't think there's a bigger name in gaming, casual gaming at least now, than Among Us. Uh, let's see. As far as then you have World of Warcraft. I think Lich King, obviously in terms of pedigree, has a one up on Lissandra. Because what you're what you're getting at here is unlike Lissandra, where you have over a hundred characters who are generally on the same playing field and she's nowhere near the most popular one, Lich King represents um the like the original campaign for World of Warcraft. Yeah. Um being the primary antagonist of the original campaign for a series that is grandfathered in most, as, as you said. So pedigree is very, very top shelf. Yeah. And very top shelf. Like, I um, feel like yeah. for non-World of Warcraft fans, Lich King <clears throat> is going to be the <throat> name that, like, if you're going to recognize a name from World of Warcraft and you're not a fan, Lich King, you have a high chance of recognizing. The only other one that I feel like might be super popular enough is Jaina Proudmoore. Anybody yeah, else? It's definitely unless you've weird. played, like... One of the Blizzard's games, whether that's Hearthstone mm-hmm. or I think they have a I think they have a MOBA that like crosses over the various games. The other characters you're probably not going to recognize. Maybe yeah. like the orc character whose name I can't remember because it's not one I recognize. <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, like yeah. having not played the games or seen the movie or any of that stuff, I kind of want to see the movie. In all honesty, there's that vague yeah. uh, curiosity about it. I really should have for research mm-hmm. before we did that episode. Now that I think that I should have done that. Damn, that was a mistake. <laughs> but he, yeah. you have better odds of a casual knowing who who the Lich King is, or at least knowing that like he's a big deal. Yeah, it's it's the Lich King or Jaina for sure. Um, either that, or you're like, I heard they put pandas in that one time. They did. There um. are pandas. It started out as an April <laughs> Fool's joke, and they're just like, you know what? Let's actually put pandas in. And there's been like a bunch uh-huh. of uh, a bunch of expansions. And I could not tell you who any other villain is in World of Warcraft beyond the Lich King. I probably can't do that for Neither most MMOs either, besides, again, like, Final Fantasy XIV. That's because it's 
Final Fantasy, and I've actually been playing that one recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so, uh, you know, Among Us, I think, it, it, I have it's such an inclination, I think, for me to just go Among Us just immediately, because Amongus? it's so hilarious. Yeah, the fungus among us. It's so entertaining just to think about. But the Lich King really does have a, a lot, a lot going behind the character. Uh, moveset potential. He can unleash a plague. He can summon zombies and skeletons and all these various creatures from his tomb, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, has a lot of ice, as you said. Has a, has rage-based buffs. Has uh, just... All of all of the all of the things he he can rip your soul from its body. Although I don't know how that would translate into Smash, so uh, it'd be a final smash. Yeah, I mean we saw Luigi lose his soul in the Castlevania reveal. <laughs> oh, so true. Um, and he has mass resurrection for his allies. That would be a creepy final smash. Um, even has some pretty decent healing buffs. Uh, just. So it's it's interesting. It's it's so the Lich King is like the original Night King, and without a unsatisfying and ending to the character. Yeah, yeah, precisely. It's like it's like a good version of that. So, so, and just and it's a brawny character too. Imagining him lumbering through the stage, um, playing as him, and just unleashing like a Doria style ice attack with that sword. Yeah, would be pretty satisfying. Be pretty satisfying. I think so. This is a sword fighter who doesn't even need to really use a sword all that much. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot going. Ganondorf on. doesn't either. Yeah. Yep. Then you can imagine the the crewmate and imposter just snapping his neck. So, I mean, it goes both ways. I mean, that would be a tether. That would be a tether if there ever were one. Um, or a grab rather. Sorry. Um, all that said, um, again, we've had Moo in the corner. Moo has thoughts of their own and would like to pronounce them, I'm sure. So, come forth, come forth bovine. The bovine has come forth. Uh, I remember... Wow. I remember Among Us actually from its early days in 2018. And it's definitely much, much different now in terms of of course, it's awareness, and it's totally become maybe not an iconic, memorable game. We'll have to see as time goes on, but definitely very current. So it's kind of a meme pick, but at the same time, it does have a lot of culture in it. So I think it's cool. It could work. But I'm still the kind of player that really prefers more of a character. Fair being enough. presented in games, so I think that is one of the downsides of an Among Us representation. We, we've Would had, be that getting just a thing. We, we've had some discussion with things like with all the Avatar characters that we've gotten in Smash as of late. Uh, Smash 4 gave us quite a few. Villager, We Fit Trainer, uh, Robin. We also got Corrin as DLC. Uh... An ultimate, I mean, technically, I guess Joker is kind of in that same line because Joker does himself doesn't have like his own character. Like, you can tell he's a bit of a, uh, a, a bit of a snarkier character because with some of the dialogue options you have with him and how he acts, just like movement wise, but also Steve, the Dragon Quest hero. We've had a lot of avatars in Smash lately. 
and sometimes it's like some of them i feel like are fine uh then you have ones like byleth who just literally have no personality it's like okay is this a character i don't to the point i don't know it's actually part of the story which is honestly the only the, the best positive I can give Byleth that is uh, there's actually an in universe reason for why he has no emotion on his face ever. It's because he can't. His heart literally does not beat. Which is interesting, but still kinda weird. Yeah. 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 Um okay. Well. Are we gonna V O T D? Yes. And you start. Okay. Um, for the reasons I've already mentioned, I'm voting for the Lich King. Uh, crewmate and imposter would be very fun. Um, as Moose said, though, it's it's. I guess it's not necessarily like character over concept. It's just uh, for me, it's what's going to last have have a have a lasting impression as a character and as a series um and i, I just think lipsking has a lot more going for him okay as for me i kind of feel like i could go <clears throat> either way here um because mm -hmm. i think while among us is very much a meme thing right now there's the big question of like will its legacy actually last hard to say i think it's going to last longer than fall guys uh, that's why I voted for yeah. it in that in its original matchup. But will it go beyond 2022? Don't know. We know the devs are hard at work at adding more content to the game, which I think is amazing. Uh, especially the fact that they chose, mm -hmm. instead of uh, making a whole second game like was the original plan, they are just like, all right, people really love this. Let's not charge them for a second game. Let's actually go back and fix our coding and make a better game out of this one. Like, I, I respect the hell out of them for that. Most mm -hmm. companies would not do that. Uh, and then Nintendo you have... Nintendo would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the Lich King, who, while I personally don't give a whole lot about World of Warcraft, just not something that interested me a little whole lot. Like, I, I gave it a try once, but I just... It didn't pull me in. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't deny its legacy. Like, this is one of the things where it's like, this is a huge legacy game and character. It is... They have a monumental impact on the gaming world. And while, yes, again, it's not looking good right now for uh, World of Warcraft or its company. Activision, Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, there's a yeah. whole lot of stuff going on. We do on not that. support that. Do not condone Do that. not. But I can't yeah. deny that, like, it, it's a, the word deserves is always a hard one that comes into discussion. But if we were going to get something that like if we were ever going to get an mmo character or mmo game represented in smash it's gotta be world of warcraft now which character i mean you could do a character like jaina you could do one of the heroes but i feel like lich king yeah. is just like the best choice for that but between the two of these yeah. there's a big part of me that wants to say among us because i just think that would be funny as hell but <laughs> yeah, it would it would I think I'm going to go Lich King. That's just too okay. much there. Yeah. Okay. Down to down to the bovine again. It's already said. Plus the fact that I do... I think it would be also fun to have another big boy character. 
And again, we don't have much ice in the game. I'm also going to go for Lich King. All right. Well, yeah. Amoogus, Begongus. <laughs> oh, no. And you're face palming at my joke. <laughs> All right. Well, it's the final match of the first round. We're about to meet the last two characters. After this, it's probably going to be a bit more of a blitz because we've already talked about everyone, yeah. but we've still got these last two to talk about, so let's get to it. Two ladies have been paired up against each other here. We start out with Laura Croft from Tomb Raider, and she's up against Lusamine from Pokemon. Oh, All right. Um, hmm. So we have the legacy that is Tomb Raider, which has been rebooted twice. There are three distinct Tomb Raider timelines. Uh, funnily enough, the one that the people talk about the least is the one that lasted the longest with the second iteration of the character. The first one, I don't really know if there was much character to her because that was like a lot of arcade games back then. I think more people, at least nowadays, know her as the more modern Tomb Raider for like Shadow of the Tomb Raider and whatnot in those games. Where she's quite a bit younger yeah. than her previous incarnations. Uh, and there's a lot more focus on the survival aspect. She's got a bow. I mean, she can use guns too, but like a bow is more of her signature weapon here. Um, we talked about before how like you could do a, uh, a hodgepodge version of the character, which is like all three kind of like rolled into one, kind of like they did with Snake and with Link. Uh, like you give her um, weapons from her different incarnations or uh, artifacts. Uh, we mentioned she's had Thor's hammer in one game. There was a dagger that a guy stabbed himself with, and he turned into a dragon. There's things like that for her. And then you have Lucimine, who is a Pokemon trainer and villain. So far, Pokemon is most represented by just the Pokemon themselves, with exception to the Pokemon trainer from the original games, with, although he's really, again, not even the character. It's it's Squirtle, it's, it's Ivy Sword, it's Charizard. He's just in the back controlling them. Uh, when we talked about Lucimine before, we were like, yeah, you could do something like that. You could just have her be in the background like the Pokemon trainers and have her command three from Pokemon that you swap between. Or have her be on the battlefield. She's a villain, so who says that she wouldn't be more willing to throw a punch or a kick? Uh, and she her specials can involve her sending out certain Pokemon to do an attack for her. And then like her final smash would involve Neolego. Because... She has a weird obsession with them. Clef uh, Clefable would definitely be one of her moves, because that's her ace Pokemon. Beyond that, um, I have to remember what her team even consisted of. Uh, she had Clefable, Lilligant, Ms. Magius, Milotic, and Beware. So you can definitely pick Pokemon from that. Oh, she also had Lopunny uh, instead of Ms. Magius in the Ultra games. So there there's five... Pokemon that you can choose from for her special moves and slap Neolego on her Final Smash and you've got a character. Easy enough. Yeah. You do. You do. And like, of of Pokemon villains, even just like like, not looking at Lucimine for a second here, uh, the only other villain that I feel like is a better choice to add from Pokemon is Giovanni. Oh, like, yeah. Archie Maxi, no. The Rocket Admins, no. Cyrus, no. Uh, Getsis? God, no. People might say In, but In is really more of a rival than he is a villain. Uh, Lysander? No. Rose? No. 
Uh, you could make a case from, for Guzma, for also from the Sun and Moon games, which, fair mm. enough. But uh, I think Lucimi is a good choice to be like a, a playable Pokemon villain trainer. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying more of like a, almost like a summoning character than Pokemon trainer. I mean, that's, that's, that's how we discussed her in her episode. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting to me. And uh, and she's an interesting character. I think between her and Guzma, she's the more interesting character. Um, more ubiquitous, I think. And, but uh, nonetheless... I feel um, like those are fighting words. But I will give Lucina the nod. <laughs> not because she's more interesting, yeah. but because she's the actual antagonist. While Guzma is more the distraction. Right, right, right. Um, and then... Laura Trout. Um, this will be something that Mu can speak to better than all of us, but uh, you know, at the same time, I think that it would be interesting. I think that if we're approaching her, um, yeah, you can, you definitely have to pull from the overall series. I think that the dual pistols are need necessary, um, final smash or not, um, just for starters. Then you pull, I think, but I think the primary pull will be from the, uh, from, will be from the latest reboot. Um, with the with the younger character, um, more more realistic Tomb Raider, um, all all three very solid games. And I'm happy that they're continuing the series. Um, it would be interesting to have a survivalist aspect to the character, whether it comes in the form of crafting or using a uh, bonfire for God knows what. Um, would be would be interesting. You can have Tether recovery with ropes, whatever rope arrows. Um, she has various arrows at her disposal along with the bow. Uh, the bells are creatable, have various guns, um, fight with a pickaxe, fight with a hatchet, fight with a crowbar. Um, and then there's all sorts of supernatural elements, right? Like Tomb Raider games always start out where you're like, okay, there might be a realistic edge to this, right? And then you're just like, oh, no, that shit was real. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, and that's why she won against Nathan Drake in our matchup with her and him, because, uh, her elements that the supernatural elements to her stories are more tangible um and the artifacts are more interesting you can pull into for say a final smash yeah um so so there's stuff there and again the legacy of the character which we don't always take into consideration in smash or dashes because this is whatever we want at the same time i feel like it did come into play for some characters like a master chief yeah um all said um interesting interesting matchup um, because Lusamine is, is one of the more interesting picks for Pokemon as well. Uh, especially when you're choosing between the modern characters and Pokemon. Uh, so, with that said, we will, as always, defer to Moo and see what we can pick from, from, from the mind of a cow. I definitely agree that if we're looking, especially at specifically our villain characters, Lusamine is probably the most interesting i think giovanni definitely has that iconic element but in terms of a real character i think definitely she makes a strong case and you do get to pick a lot of interesting pokemon that maybe if we were just selecting a random pokemon to put in game we might not think of so there's definitely that element to her both as a character and in gameplay variety mm -hmm. but as Jono said, there's a lot I could say for Tomb Raider. There is. So, well, there's what he already said, of course. I also think that there 
there would be okay there would be a fascinating slowness to her i want to say that i think she's not a bulky character at all right she's not very large heavy anything but i think her fighting style would definitely be a bit more on the sore side with the i guess almost gritty style of tomb raider and the fact that she is supposed to be like very normal compared to maybe the things that she's fighting right and i think it's also just she's very messy i think more so than nathan drake there's a lot of this very determined pragmatic nature to her that gives you a lot of options as john already said with her weapons but also aside from even the scavenging thing she well she's very tricksy so i think it opens a lot of possibilities and it would we would take a while to list all of them so i think we have a whole episode about it as you guys Mm -hmm. do so i think there's just a little bit more of an edge there even aside from a personal bias of who i like as a character i think when you compare lucimine's pokemon that we can draw from and then this very large scope of the gameplay of tomb raider it's just a little bit unfair in my head <laughs> yeah you are right there there is a visceral nature to laura there's a there's a trickiness to her character um and the stealth forces of the game it's pretty pretty interesting she's she's a cunning character and if you could display that in some of the moves that were available to her um i guess it would be all the better so point point take it um interesting 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 okay well all right starting off with me i suppose um so both these characters have merit in their own different ways uh most of the characters we're talking about or have talked about today rather have merit in their own different ways a few maybe less so but between them we have what is a very again another character who has a deep gaming legacy with laura croft uh, many other games, again, would not exist, or at least not exist in the same way they are now without her in her series. Uh, Nathan Drake and Uncharted being one of them. And then we have Lucimine, who would be another villain rep, and also a summoning-based character, which Smash does not yet have at this point. There's quite a few uh, archetypes and niches that Smash is just flabbergastingly missing. It's just kind of odd what some of them are like, how is there no samurai? fighter and smash that it's so odd you you'd think they would be we've got a couple of different ninjas arguably right between right. the two of them though honestly i would be okay with either of them getting in smash again there's so many characters in smash that i would love to see or rather so many characters in existence that i would love to see in smash that is i could name a hundred characters that i would love to see ranking them would be another story but between the two of them between who I want, Jono, you know how you've had a thing for a while about how you're just like obsessed with a stance change character, and it just like feeds <laughs> into everything. I'm kind of that with yeah. a summoning based character. I really want a summoning based character to be in Smash, and Lucy yeah. would be a good option for that. Is she the best option? Arguable, very arguable. Yeah. You could say a Pokemon trainer of some sort is the best one. I again 
don't know. Byleth could have been that. But, mm-hmm. uh... I'm trying to justify this in my head, because I know what I want to pick. But it almost seems like... Yeah. You, can, you can just pick it. It's... Kind and of I, and I'm probably like, can... like honestly, it's it's like the last matchup. I wanted to say crewmate. I really did. I wanted to say crewmate over Lich King, but I ended up not doing it at large because of legacy. This time around, I'm not doing that. I'm saying Lucidine. Okay, respectable choice. Who's next? Moo is. Well, I do agree. Summoning niche would definitely. I mean, it doesn't exist yet. It would be a great fun, totally brand new thing to throw to Smash. But I am entirely here so that I can represent some bias. So with that bias, I do have to go for the legacy of Tomb Raider, the fun switch-ups you could have with Lara's moveset, and of course, the kind of fish-to-water element of Raider and Smash having this platforming nature to it. So, yeah, basically, yeah. long story short, I'm a Lara Croft fan. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Jono, your turn to break a tie. Yeah, come, comes down to me. Um, yeah, it's interesting because it's 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 a battle of archetypes, as you're saying. Um, we don't have a summoning character, as you say. Lucimine can be a convincing summoning character, representing Pokemon in a way that... Uh, Maybe wouldn't infuriate Smash fans with another Pokemon inclusion. Uh, would be interesting. Um, it's again, it's definitely one of the more interesting ways to represent the later series as well. Uh, here's looking at you, Incineroar. Incineroar. And then Laura um, represents kind of those third-person shooter survival titles. Um, interestingly enough. Uh, adventure titles, just action adventure. It's, it's a genre that's been pervasive for decades and hasn't seen much of anything in Smash yet. Um, you you can argue you've gotten close sometimes uh, with, with certain characters, but uh, from an action adventure standpoint. But there's a huge rift between Link and Lara Croft. Yeah, so. I mean, you could also say that, like, um, Lara Croft is one of those characters that will be up there if you were making the terms of, like, these are the top female video game characters in history. Samus is up there for sure. Yeah. But Lara Croft mm-hmm. also has to be in that conversation. Agreed. And, yeah, and, and just top video game characters, I think, ever. Like, yeah. just uh, one of the most notable franchises. Um, and I'm not even really coming from it to my vote from that standpoint, though. Um, just just from what I enjoy more myself, uh, which in more recent years has been Tomb Raider, so I'm voting Laura. All right. So, Fair yeah. enough. There it is. Mm-hmm. Round one is done. We've talked about all the characters at this point and their capabilities. Uh, at this point, it should be much speedier to go through things because we don't need to rehash it all. So mm-hmm. uh, eight characters are left to go with. Starting off the top of round two, we have got Funky Kong against... Gotta find where he went in my thing. Kazuma Kiryu. We got the (laughs) Funkster versus the Yakuza. (laughs) 
What a matchup. You know, what this has a been matchup. a lot more enjoyable than the first tournament of champions. <laughs> I mean, Midna's not um, beating all your favorites, so there's that. Yeah. Um, the flow is a lot easier. That's basically what I was getting to. But, um... Okay. You're welcome. Um, what is there to say? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, we we should invite farm animals onto the show a lot more often. We're very friendly. We are. I mean, I mean we've we got two of them here, but also true. Yeah. We've we also do. got a dragon. <clears throat> yep. We, Squirrel we, is we there. We had a toad. Thank you, Lister. Goodness. What? What? She said thank you, Lister, for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Confused <laughs> about that. Anywho, these two, um, I really don't feel like I have a whole lot more to say about either. Though I probably don't have a whole lot more to say about any character at this point. In all honesty, uh, we we got we get got we got Funky Kong who can work like a Donkey Kong, but maybe a little bit different. He's got a surfboard. He's got his play. He's got barrel blasts. He's got bongos. Oh, yeah, Kazuma Kiryu, who can just, like, beat everybody up with various styles while styling on them. So, it's really all I got <laughs> between the two of them. Yeah, and, and they're both funky in the wrong way. Um, fair, fair. Yeah, it's it's interesting, this, this matchup for me, too. Um, let's just see what Moo has to say first. I think they're both very wacky in their natures so i actually would really not mind either of these i'm pretty pretty for both of these but i would say it comes down to the fact that funky kong is another kong and kiryu represents a brand new frontier with both yakuza being a new series that's being represented and also he would have more of a distinction in style that we wouldn't necessarily 100% have with Funky Kong. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I take it then that your vote is going to be for Kiryu. I'd say yes. All right. Jono, who is your pick between Kazuma Kiryu and Funky Kong? Yeah, um, Moo is, I mean, Moo is arguably right. I mean, it's it's all objective, but all the same. You, you get, um, you you get more for your buck perhaps with Kiryu because you're you're introducing a whole new franchise. It's it's uh so so naturally so and it's the aesthetic flair is there. That's how I won out in this first matchup here for me, even though I'm not I haven't played Yakuza games yet, even though I want to. I uh might get into judgment um as well. I think that's an interesting setup for a title. Taking taking the Yakuza formula from a detective standpoint. Interesting. Um in the meantime, though, uh, Funky Kong is another Kong. That's why I'm voting for Funky Kong. I was not expecting that. I yeah, um, that. yeah. It's uh, you know I, I've had a long-standing love for Donkey Kong Country, um, and Funky Kong is a very entertaining character. And uh, we've talked about what's available to him. I, I just like Funky. I, I At this point, it's just... Since I don't know Kiryu enough, even though I should, um, gaming just doesn't have the time for it that it used to for me. Um, I'll go with what I know and what I enjoy. So, 
Okay. Well, um, I was honestly not expecting that. I thought it was going to be just an easy win for Kiryu. Wow. Huh. Okay. So, <laughs> between the two of them, again, we have uh, Kiryu from Yakuza. Uh, I'm not familiar with it, which is a major, major negative for me. Uh, it's just, it's hard to really judge something that you don't know. Uh, then there's Smokey Kong, where, you know, you, when, you, when you've seen one Donkey Kong Country be played, you've more or less seen how they all can be played. Each character has their own little thing. So, you know, like Donkey Kong, he has his role and can carry barrels better. That's really it. He kind of sucks. Uh, Diddy's got his cartwheel. Dixie has her ponytail pinwheel. Donkey's got a surfboard. Cranky Kong has his pogo stick. Uh, and, you know, it's been brought up. Hey, Donkey Kong is just another Kong. However, it's only yeah. two Kongs in Smash. Now, if Dixie mm -hmm. or Cranky were already in, it'd be like, all right, I, I kind of get that. It's like the Space Animal Trio from Star Fox. But there's only two Kongs in Smash. King K. Rool, that a Kong. So I'm going to go Funky Kong, honestly. I just, I have more current interest in seeing what he can do and in Donkey Kong Country itself. Not to say anything negative against Yakuza, I just don't know it well enough. Someday I'll have to rectify that, whether that means playing it or watching it, but as of right now, I ain't know it. So it goes. Um, this is funny. This is this is probably the first match of the entire game that, has, that could be summed up as this is what happened, because you and me are dumb, so. <laughs> I mean, there have been other Smash Dash episodes before where we're just like, yeah, we don't know this. Maybe if we did, we'd yeah. vote for them. And then there's been times where it's like, hey, I know this thing now. I wish I voted for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People say, why did you even put it on the show? It's like, because we can. <laughs> because we can. And we do what we want. Uh-huh. And honestly, if we kept strictly just things that we know, then it would be kind of boring. Yeah, it would. It would. Like, would any rigs be on here? Would the Lich King? No. No. They wouldn't. Would Great Tiger? Nope. nope. None of those. Nope. Uh, next mm -hmm. matchup, though. Uh, hey, it's uh, the return of Eddie Riggs. And uh, Phoenix Wright. <laughs> well, nice. I love both of these options. This sucks. You do, but there's one that's with a legacy, and at this point, I mean, you've won one of my favorite series for a very, very long time, and I think that you know what you're voting for. Yeah, but that said, I'm not the first vote here. It's you. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, Eddie has a lot more under his belt than his uh, kind of comical, very comical um, disposition. True. True portrays um there's a lot going there i'm very tempted to vote for him because it's funny and also just more developed than you think for being funny uh phoenix Wright is funny while having a huge gaming legacy being a, being a top capcom choice being a top third party choice for nintendo in general uh and yeah coming from coming from a series that you have historically supported on on this show and in Smash communities in general. I haven't talked about Phoenix as much. I don't know him as much as you do. I haven't played the game games as thoroughly as you have, or Move for that matter. But uh, 
I do appreciate the character, and I know that he's a very solid choice, well-rounded choice. Um, and his games are fun. Like they're they also kind of modernized the text, the visual novel genre in, in gaming. Um, had it not been for Phoenix Wright titles, Ace Attorney titles. We wouldn't really have, it wouldn't be the Famicom Detective Club that would be around today. Um, you know, because uh, even the modern titles of those of those games are a little rough around the edges. I mean, the so, modern title is just a remake yeah. of the first two games, so. Yeah, true enough, true enough. Um, there's, so yeah, and, and you know, that that's sprinted off into a lot of other awesome visual novels, like uh, 999 Dang or um, Dream Daddy. Dang and Rapa, yeah, that's right. Um, so, I yeah, I vote for Phoenix. I mean, at this point, I can't, I can't not vote for Phoenix. All right. Uh, as for me, I mean, you would all expect me to vote for Phoenix. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> sounds like what, that's what you're saying. But what if I did? I mean, listen. Listen, Eddie Riggs is hilarious. Uh, I'll probably make a move set for him one day just because I think it'd be fun to kind of dig into him a little bit. But Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, I I got I have to. Are there other characters who I would vote for above Phoenix? Yes. Is Eddie Riggs one of those characters? No. It's Funky Kong. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, Moo, uh, we have a winner, but what is your vote? Well, nothing new here. I agree. Eddie Riggs would be very fun. He brings a lot to the table, and he would be very unique. But it's it's Ace Attorney. It is Ace Attorney. There you go. There you go. All right. Sorry, Eddie, but uh, maybe you'll have better luck when the God of Rock revives you in another world again. <laughs> Sending Riggs to the Briggs. <laughs> 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 Alright, next up, we got two gun-wielding protagonists. We got Chell, and we got Master Chief. Oh. So, oh. uh... Buddy. Wow. That's a, that's a big matchup there for these two. Not sure how this one will actually go down. Mm-hmm. And I have the first vote with this, this time around. Yeah. And I don't know what to do here. Because we have Chell with the portal gun, which would be a crazy new mechanic in Smash. There's, there's so much nonsense that you can do with that. Uh, I don't... It, it has the potential yeah, to break difficult. the game. Yeah. Kind of like how Steve... like in Steve programming created a lot of glitches. <laughs> there, there were stage glitches found yeah. after Steve was released in Smash. Chell's portal gun has the potential to cause the same problems... And it will be mm -hmm. an issue. That said, uh, we don't care about that because we're not programmers. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, then there's the Chief, who, again, the father of game or of shooters. FPS, modern FPS. He took the genre and just like, you know what? We can make you better. And he did. Uh, Halo 5, arguably 4, notwithstanding. But he's got that legacy behind him. He's got a variety of weapons. I, I while I personally don't really care about Halo and its story, like it's just shooter games aren't my thing personally. I can't deny what it did. I feel like yeah. 
It's a hard one, isn't it? it this is this is this is a hard matchup. This is mm, man. I think it's the toughest one so far. Yeah, it's the so most far. even. I think. Mm-hmm. But I think I because they have... both have a legacy, arguably. Yeah. Yeah, but they yeah. really do. But I gotta go. with... I mean, every time I I think like I'm about to say their name, I pause. Like, am I about to say that name? Is am I saying it? Yeah, I'm saying it, Chief. Okay. Fair enough. Me Moo. next. Nope, it's okay. Moo. We go. Moo we have next. an order. Okay, we we have an order now. Okay. So Chief is very iconic and beautiful, and Halo's got a lot going on. That's fun, and you could get the Halo theme in Smash. But as fun as I think you can make Master Chief, and you can definitely do stuff to make him stand out, unique, fun. Chalice on principle has a lot, a lot that could be happening there, and I agree. It could either be very ridiculous in game breaking, or maybe a little toned down. But either way, it would definitely be just in an immediate sense a very standout game-changing character to throw in there and i think it would be very fresh that is true also arguably the best choice to represent valve as a company yep mm -hmm. okay interesting so it sounds like we have one for chief and one for chell which yep. means that i have a choice on my hands that could very well um not to presume it could very well determine the entire game so uh on one hand, you have a character with an arsenal behind them of just various tactical weaponry that could be used um, who has an insurmountable legacy, probably the greatest, arguably, legacy of any character that can be chosen, period, for Smash from here on. It's definitely arguably. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to toss L Block in there or Space Invader. Well, L Block did win. L Block did win the Game of Pikachu's character poll one year, so. Oh, oh, oh don't I know it? <laughs> yeah. I helped with that. <laughs> that was a year. Uh, it occurred. Happy about it. Yeah, it, it, it happened. Um, but Chell is so interesting because. Portal is a very, very celebrated game in its own right, so you're not just putting Master Chief up against Mincemeat. Um, <clears throat> Valve being a major, major company, um, without uh, Shell, uh, maybe we wouldn't have Steam. This is a huge platform, so yeah. there's there's legacy argument there. Um, and the Portal gun in general, just the idea. What a major innovation. Um the idea of just like having an item like the red shell back and having it transport between two separate portals in itself. It's kind of a very entertaining. Um, and I wonder about the fashions. I mean, there, there has to be limits. Like, I don't think like Samus using her, her mega laser would go from one portal through the other. Although that would be awesome. Um, yeah. Final Smash would a hundred percent ignore the portals. They have to. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. Um, but all other moves and items and whatever being on the table, it would bring a mess, and I do mean that in as disorderly a way as I can express it, to the table as possibly any other mechanic could. 
um, we're getting to the point in Smash where thinking outside of the box is getting harder. You're you're approaching a hundred characters pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so even with the third party options, it's uh, thinking about it's difficult. It is difficult. You have Steve, which is crazy and a major accomplishment. Um, so really, it's uh, are we choosing a Steve-like character with a massive legacy? Are we choosing a are you a, a more straightforward but more impregnable character? I guess um, no wrong answers, which is what makes it hard. Um, but okay, so at this point, I'll, I'll vote for what I think will be personally more interesting. Not even necessarily who I'd play more as, but who I'd like to see in Smash more from the standpoint of mechanics, and I vote Shell. Fair enough. Uh, the portal <laughs> gun is definitely a huge argument for Shell. Uh, just having that alone is just like a huge, huge reason to even consider. If she if she didn't have the portal gun, it'd be like, why? But with that, she just has yeah. so much to her that can make mm -hmm. her incredibly interesting. Yeah. And now you can blame Kelly Jelly for <laughs> all the mad Master Chief fans out there. So Not my fault. Not my fault. <laughs> it wasn't like, I'm like clean. You. You're, you're the last frontier. Yeah, yeah you sure are. <laughs> all right. Last matchup of the second round. We've got the Lich King and Lara Croft. Two oh huge historical gaming characters. The legacy is yeah. real. And uh, you're, Lou, up. you're up first this time. Oh, Lewis. Okay. Okay, so we have theories in their own right and their genres. But I think when you keep our representatives for them, World of Warcraft being an MMO, there's, you know, as important as Lich King is, he's not exactly persistent in the game, he's not relevant the entire time. Lara Croft, as we've said before, kind of an insane level of legacy here. And also, she's just fun, and has more character going on, and I think there's more of a personality that would come through even in the fighting compared to Lich King. So I'll have to say Lara Croft. Fair enough. Fair points. Jono. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, running running for time here or whatever since we, we're going to have a, another round to go and so on. Um, yeah, I, I vote for Lara as well. Uh, for, for the reasons... Moo has stated. Um, I do, I mean, you know, I'm more attached to the character. We're coming back to this point. I've played Tomb Raider. I haven't played World of Warcraft. Um, I recognize the Lich King has a lot on the table um, for the character. I would be very interested in seeing him. I can't say I'd be ecstatic because at this point, I don't know what I think about his company. Fair, fair. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and, it, and it's a shame because it solely is the name of Crash and Spyro, too. But, um, Although, Spyro, come on. Um, <laughs> all the same. Um, it's a cool character. Uh, it has a lot of really awesome abilities. Represents a great franchise. Uh, so does Laura. And so it goes. All right. 
Well, for me, I'm going to go ahead and say Lara Croft as well. Uh, Lich King, you know, he has his legacy to him. And while he is, like, the recognizable character for World of Warcraft, Lara Croft has just been in the gaming sphere so much more than him. And if we're looking, even if we're looking at just the legacy thing, I feel like she's got it more than he does. Because mm-hmm. not only does she have the historical legacy, but she has stuck around. Multiple incarnations. Mm-hmm. But she's still stuck around. Well, Lich King was, you know, he was there. Uh, he got beat. I think he might have come back. Uh, maybe it was like his pre-Lich King persona. I'm not entirely sure. I don't I don't know well. Yeah. I don't. Uh, but I, it's, it's, it's Lara Croft. Owen Wilson would be proud. There you go. Okay. okay. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got our top four. So, let's see here. We're starting off with uh, Funky Kong and Phoenix Wright. Two animal characters. Interesting that they made it this far. It is very interesting that Funky's made it this far. (laughs) Not wrong. And uh, you're starting (laughs) us off here with the vote. So, what do you got? Funky's got a lot going for him in the scope of Donkey Kong. That's fair. That's true. He's a fun character. He's got, he's got fun he, in the He's name. lovable. He, yeah, precisely. He's, he's got fun and he's the key. So, um, cool guy. I like the character. I'd be, I would be pleased. I, I wouldn't just be ambivalent. I would be pleased with his inclusion. It would be funny. It would be entertaining. He, he, he's, he's, an, he's, he's a very likable character. Um, and I don't think many people would be against him. Phoenix Wright. It's Phoenix Wright. I'm f- it's Phoenix Wright. We're, we're voting for Phoenix. I think at this, I would like for the meme to survive, but it can't. It just can't. And Phoenix is kind of a meme unto himself. He just kind of did it to himself. So, Phoenix Wright. I mean, the meme already is no longer Amoogus. <laughs> yeah, the funky um, a monkey. <laughs> All right, well, you voted Phoenix. It's no surprise. I gotta go for Phoenix right as well. I mean, come the fun on. I've I just come like the Ace Attorney too much. Come on, it's great, Moo. It's a great series. Monkey on a surfboard, fascinating. I love it. He's adorable. Ace Attorney. <laughs> yep. But Funky Kong made the top four. Good for you. He did. Very impressed That's for awesome. our uh, little monkey that man. That is awesome. Ha, mm-hmm. man, oh man. Okay, well, next up, the ladies are back. Chell, Lara Croft. Ooh. The, the bait between them continues. Uh, man, okay. So, for me, this really comes down to Portal Gun versus Lara Croft. Uh, Chell herself as a character just does not go into it all because kind of like what we were talking about with the avatars earlier in uh, Among Us. Chell is virtually like an avatar like character. Like she she doesn't kind of talk. She doesn't have her own personality. She's just the players controlling this character and we're just being her. She's our stand-in. Lara Croft has her own character and that's largely what's coming to mind here for me is uh, Portal Gun versus who Lara is as a character and all her various exploits in her history. 
And when I'm looking at them between that ways, yes, the portal gun is very interesting. It's very cool. It could cause some crazy ass shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't beat Lara Croft for me. It didn't beat Master Chief, and it's not going to beat Lara Croft for me. Good point. Moo. Actually, I do feel, as much as I love Lara Croft, I do feel kind of conflicted because Portal, even though it's not as long of a legacy, Portal is very iconic, and the Portal gun would be so, so interesting. But... We all have our biases and our favorites, and one of mine <laughs> is Lara Croft. Fair enough. Jono, end it. Rip the band-aid off. I, I too am going Lara. All right. Lara Croft top two. has made it to the top two. But before we can talk about our top two, we got to find out who's going to be a third-place winner. Mm-hmm. So... We have Chell already in here. Let's bring him back. He's finally here. For four- Wait, no, that's the wrong one. It's Funky Kong. <laughs> Funky Kong or Chell? Let's go! Okay. Moo, you start us off on this one. Oh, boy. Wait, no. Oh, you? my God. Yes, you do. You do. She does. Yeah. yeah. I seriously do. I seriously do think Funky Kong would be so fun. It's not even just because he's funny. It's the surfboard could be so cool, but it's mm-hmm. a portal gun, and I feel like, as much as I love the idea of Funky Kong being included, it's very difficult. If we're just going based off of the potential mechanics of a character, it's really difficult to beat the novelty of what Chell brings to the table. So, I have to go with Portal. Expected. Expected, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Jono. Funky. It's funky Kong. It's a funky guy. And I'm voting for Funky Kong. Okay. Funky Kong and Chell each have one vote. Funky is fun. There's no denying. But I feel like in this case, Portal Gun can win the day. So I'm going to go with Chell. Okay. There we go. Funk. Before we move to the final match, I just want to talk real briefly about last year. Last year, we had a character who had been in a lot of ties. A lot of ties. Uh, And they ended up winning. Also last year, apparently we did not have a third place bout. Because I'm looking at the bracket and it it doesn't exist there. So I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) It would have been between Marshall and Ashley from WarriorWare. Just to put that out there. Uh, I don't know if we want to do a real quick vote just to settle that one. Just because, oh, why not just to have it? You're voting for Marshall? Uh Uh-huh. I'm voting for Ashley. Moo. Settle it. Marshall versus Ashley. For last year's third place debate. Okay, wait. And these are both? Marshall from Rhythm Heaven Heaven and Ashley from from Warrior. Okay, hang on. 
Hmm. Hmm. Ashley, I like the vibe of WarioWare. Chano is mad. He's <laughs> mad. Marshall is also a tie every single round, I'm pretty sure. Wow. So that was a thing last year. Last year was rough. So that means the final the final official votes from last year had Marshall being fourth place, Ashley in third. Shantae was our second place winner with Midna coming out on top this year. Funky Kong is in fourth. Chell is in third. And our winner will be either Phoenix Wright or Lara Croft. Jono, you start. Well, I am viewing this final round from the lens of assumption. I have two co-hosts today. Both I would consider Actually, friends. you know what? You have a good point here. You need to be last. <laughs> so, yes. Perhaps I should be last. Uh, yeah, I think you should be. Uh, listen, Tremere is great. I'm assuming. I've never played it. But I can't ignore what it's done. And I'm not going to, because, I mean, I've said it's great. Laura, also, history. But for me, I like Ace Attorney a lot. Uh, I've, I played, I found an English patch of Ace Attorney Investigations 2, which stupidly has not been released outside of Japan. And I fucking loved it. Ray Shields, great character. Oh my god, he needs to appear in the main games. Please, please come back. Uh, I'm playing the Grace Ace Attorney Chronicles now. I, I started the first case earlier today. Haven't finished it yet, but you know, I'm, 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 I'm in there. I'm playing it. I'm happy that it's finally gotten an American release. All that it got at first before Edgeworth's second game, but again, whatever. I gotta go Phoenix. He's... He's it for me of this entire bracket that we had today. He was my number one. And he has to remain that way. Moo. These are both really, really exceptional characters and games. I love both of them a lot. Both very fun. And they both hit two separate but very enjoyable niches. Both the gameplay and the personalities of the characters. That said, I do love Phoenix Wright. I'm pretty sure this is the vote we're all expecting from me. I do love Phoenix Wright, but he's not a fighter. And I think that non-fighter in a fighting game is a lot of room for creativity, and it can be fascinating and great. But it's not as, I guess I should say, a pressing need, in a way, for me as a personal opinion. And it's kind of like, Yes, you can do something new with him, and I'm sure if they included him, it would be a grand old time, but it's almost like I've scratched the itch already with Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Fair. So, Very fair. love Phoenix Wright, but I think the just the premise of having Lara Croft getting to shine and seeing how they might portray her in a fighting game is kind of doing it for me. So I'll be our initial Terminator vote. Jono? Settle it. Finish the fight, Jono. 
were born for this. We knew this day I would come. So, I am so tickled. I am so tickled because, Moo, you sold it. You played into the part perfectly, as did you, Lister, because you both voted for who I needed you to vote for. So that way, I could decide which one of you should I betray. Oh, Jesus. Who? <laughs> He's the imposter! We found him! Shit! Enact vengeance upon do i enact vengeance upon moo for voting for ashley five seconds ago over marshall or do i take years of torment off on zantok i'm pretty sure i'm the one who's been tormented more than you into the death of all of my favorites last year. Let so me remind you, this podcast was your idea. Tournament of and I'm not the only one that <laughs> voted for her. Seven of my good friends all betrayed you. At the time, all betrayed me. Jacob, Eric, Trevor. I think Moo might have been one of them. Kelly, you can't all of you. I can't confirm it right now. I'll look back. Actually, here. I mean, we um, had a lot of people who, like, even after the podcast, you asked them just to be like, if anybody would vote for you. And even Trevor, Trevor voted against you. And it was the, yeah. like, not a single person that you messaged chose Marshall. It not was a it single was a Julius one. Caesar. It, was a, it was a Julius Caesar moment for me. I was like, even you, you ate too, Trevor. Um, and he was like, yeah. It's like today when he's commenting on that photo of himself looking like Andy from Toy Story. He's like, yep. He's like, yep, back then. Um, so he remembers. Yeah, and, and let's look at it in retrospect, right? Like all the people who betrayed me back then, Kelly, Jake, Trevor, Eric, they would all vote for Phoenix, right? It's a game that really um, made them thrilled in the same way it did you. It's a series that is stood long and tall for many years and it's very close to Nintendo's heart as well. Which is honestly ironic because Capcom doesn't pay it much attention. They don't care about Phoenix Wright that whole lot. Yeah, funnily enough. And then Tomb Raider, um, yeah, I, mean, I, I like both of these series. I like them on a fairly even plane. I'm not actually going to look at it from the case of revenge because that's stupid. It's funny, but it's stupid. Um, <laughs> because if I did, Phoenix would be dead <laughs> on arrival. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. Luckily for you, I'm voting for Phoenix. <laughs> Luckily for you, I am voting for Phoenix, you bastard. <laughs> you must. Everything. I am voting for Phoenix because the non-fighter aspect, true enough. He wasn't in Marvel vs. Cat. This I don't know. There, there's a nature about the character about Ace Attorney as a franchise. Even though he's not my top Capcom pick, Capcom has a lot of fighters that would work for Smash. There's, they're a very prolific company. They're arguably um, the best company uh, in terms of having the most potential for characters. 
I agree, which makes it even odder that there hasn't been a character in the Fighter Pass yet. So maybe yeah. your dreams will come true, and Phoenix will be the last character in the Fighter Pass. Um, we sh- it's a distinct possibility. Him, Chief, whoever. Um, Laura, maybe, but we did get Sephiroth Super Square. Um, I love Laura. I'm cool. I'm very glad she made it this far. And uh, it makes me kind of sad that it fell in my hands, because uh, I would happily vote for her in most situations. Um, just this this was a lot. I think the, there's an aura about Phoenix in the Smash community this time around that begets. It, it's like if he were in, it would just be very satisfying as a Smash fan. Yeah. Very satisfying. Um, so just kind of projecting that into reality, hoping it happens. And that's why my vote is where it is. But I would love Laura, and I'm happy that she got second. I'm unhappy that Funky Kong got fourth. <laughs> the only negative I have to that say, Marshall got, yeah, yeah. The, the only negative, hey, think about this way: Funky Kong and Marshall are on the same playing field. They are wow. equals. They are equals, just like me. So we're all fourth place losers. Yeah. <laughs> um. The the only negative I really would have to say about Phoenix Wright being in Smash is that. Most likely, seeing how Sakurai, especially with the third-party characters, tries to make them not just be them as much as possible, but also represent their game and make their game be in Smash as much as he can. Again, like he did with Tekken and Minecraft recently. I feel like what he would do with Phoenix Wright, I probably, in reality, would not like it. And I would not enjoy playing mm-hmm. as him, which would be a major disappointment. Like, I love that Mega Man is in. I, I love that Steve is in. I love that the Duck Hunt dog are in. I don't like playing as any of them. Which makes me a Agreed. very sad Zantok. Agreed. Yeah, and I and I could see Sakurai being a guy who would come around and um, say something like, "Oh, as Phoenix, you must gather evidence on the stage while you play." Or which is blah blah Marvel blah. Capcom, that's how they do it with him too. And I wasn't a fan. Yeah. yeah. It was bearable. It wasn't. Not, not every character needs yeah. to be built on their gimmick. Like they can have a gimmick, it's fine. But when the character relies on their gimmick and they have to use it, that's when I'm not happy about things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the same, though, um, Ace Attorney is a very strong franchise. I'm happy that it got first. Yeah. Um, Would have been happy with Team Raiden first, but, uh... Oh, well. We well, were very happy to have Moo on, and we were. thank you for participating, and making this so much easier than last year you have no idea yeah like holy that said holy cow you and i agreed a lot more this year than we did last year so that was also a nice thing that was a plus (laughs) we we had a lot less uh debates we (laughs) did although when there would be debates it was useful to have a third person yes absolutely absolutely lord uh it definitely showed us that future tournament of champions require a guest who will it be mm-hmm. next year don't know we'll figure it out then that's All an odd right. name for a person yes it is but uh with that season two of super Caspers has officially come to an end that said you know it's still gonna be a new episode in two weeks because we don't stop uh, next time around, season three, and stop. on Don't topic, stop. Uh, we're hitting you with another, kind of like this year, where we started out talking about with uh, Pokemon memories. 
Uh, not really talking about Smash a lot. <clears throat> Next year, we're not going to talk about Smash a whole lot for it's the first on topic. Not really doing memories necessarily either, but we will be talking about a specific franchise and maybe what we could do in the future for Star Fox. So things are going to get slippy. <laughs> they might. They also might get peppy. We'll see you all then. Bye, everyone. All right.